Welcome to episode number six of the Countertop Podcast. First thing I want to mention is I changed the setup of the Countertop Podcast, so I'm super excited to announce, um, not announce, to shout out a good friend of mine, uh, Sin One. I know you're watching this, bitch. <laughs> he made the whole background for the Countertop Podcast, and I got the TV hung up now, and it's looking all good now, so... I want to introduce my guest, Jesse Malone, my sensei. <laughs> I've I've recently took up MMA lately, and you've been beating my ass on a daily basis lately. That's why I've been very happy to teach you. So you just happy. you just wanted to fight me. I know that. No, no, fight would it, fight would enable uh, an equal like finding a power of who's who's got the, <laughs> who's got the better hands and who's got the better technique. I just want to beat your ass, dog. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> So we ha- we had a game that Jesse came up with, and we wanted to uh, kind of play it on here. Amanda, can you come over here real quick? Um, last night, Amanda wrote down six words on a piece of paper, and neither of us have seen these, correct? Correct. Been sitting for four <laughs> hours, knowing where the notebook is, and we still did not look at yep. it. Yep. Yep. Okay, so she wrote down six words. She's going to show them to the camera here in a second. Jesse's going to pick his favorite color of dice over here on the table, whichever... Which one's the closest to green? Well, if you mix the... You're wearing red on your shirt. and the blue. So can I have two? There's not 12 words, bro. <laughs> okay, okay I'll, so... I'll do, I'll do the yellow. Okay, so he's going to roll a dice. Whichever number it lands on is the word that's not supposed to be said. If it is said, bell gets rung, and we have to do a shot. So go ahead and show the words to the camera. So they can read them and all that good jazz. Okay. Yeah, don't fucking look at them. I'm not looking at them for a reason. And for any of you guys that used to watch the Pee Wee Herman show when you were really young, <laughs> this is similar to the word of the day and every, all the furniture and goes, ah! These are, the six, these are the six <laughs> words of the day. And then Amanda's going to tell us whatever you roll. One. The number one word. What is it? Jab. Ooh. So we're not talking about. Uh, we're not talking about fighting. For the rest we're not of talking the about. Podcast. Just out of curiosity, can I know what the other words were now? No, you have to. Ro- what? No, it's. I thought it was just that word. We both take a shot if that word oh, said. Oh, just that one word. You don't want to have your own word, okay? No, no. I think I think uh, I think after you say that word on accident, you get to maybe pick another word. Or wait, no. Or maybe have two words. No, we can have two words. We can That's fine. One. You know, you've been what, you bit. scared I've now? I've been drinking a little bit. You scared? No, I'm not scared. It's a matter of keeping track of that shit. <laughs> one I'm, so I'm going to be listening for a jab. If you say jab, I'll ring the bell. You take a shot. Okay, so if then, I yeah, say, you roll, I'll I want red. red. Oh, you want red? I'm sorry. So, these are trick dice. They always land on one. <laughs> <laughs> two. Two. You're what, never gonna what, say this. What was two? Union. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, pick another one. Civil union. Six. Motherfucker, that's another Jesse one. Okay. What was it? Boxing. Okay. <laughs> Three. Anyways. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Okay, anyways, it is. Perfect words for one another. Good job, Amanda. 
that's why I was just like. Did you say jab? Yeah, oh, it's like a job. Oh, job, job. job. Okay. All right, all right. Okay, yeah, Amanda. So there was three words for. What were the other words? I want to know the words now. There was three words that was more towards Jesse, and then there's three words that was more towards you. So number one, jab. Two's union. Three, anyways. Four was fuck. <laughs> oh, that would have been bad. <laughs> that would have sucked. That would have been fucking really... terrible. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fuckmeister. Like Dude, I, wait, I say you fuck. You hear me get mad every other word. Fucking motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> number five was podcast and six was boxing. Oh, podcast. I would have fucked that up instantly. Because <laughs> I said, welcome to the Countertop Podcast. My screen says podcast. Like, I Is that an instant shot for me? Yeah. <laughs> well, if I would have rolled five. So. I would have done good because I've been practicing saying podcast all day, so I would have been saying bod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amanda, your services are no longer needed. Okay. Thank you. Go. Worth the five-hour wait. Yeah, you're, yep, you're welcome. It was worth welcome. talking all that hey, shit last night for the words picked out just for me and Ricky. Oh, yeah, for the planking, I'm super excited for Monday's workout for Amanda. It, it took a lot to figure out these fucking words. Amanda okay. chipped out of working out the other day for weather. So uh, she's gonna be planking a lot on Monday. Well, it was weather and also I'm super excited for that. Got we got tries, so we're good. I might, I might make our weights really light just so we can watch the planking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I did want to talk about um, us starting the whole boxing thing. Like, I'm. Can, can, can I really? Can I can I ask? But can I point something out before we get into the, you know, the combat sports aspect of what we do every day? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm big into my Marvel movies, my superhero movies. Oh, I just, great. I just, I just noticed up there, up on your TV, that you have mounted up here for the first time, I've noticed. Oh, um, yeah. Shout out to uh, Amanda's brother, Matthew. Um, he got the Black Panther for me for Christmas. I got the Unicorn Pegasus. It's a it's a Pegasus. It don't have a horn, but got that for me, or I got that for Amanda as a stocking stuffer, and see, that's, that's that's been hanging up on the podcast for a while. But see, and I noticed it right away when I got here today because I have a, being being a big superhero nerd, I have a problem with that because the Black Panther is on the the unicorn that the horse with wings when that should be a Valkyrie, a woman I know. warrior of the Asgard. I know, and it was a it was a tough decision when I did it, but. <laughs> But we made his arms, like, go this way. I don't give a fuck if I don't belong on you. Like, it's Black Panther, bro. He's he's doing whatever the fuck he wants. But he's it's politically correct, and he can go wherever if you the guys, fuck he wants. If you guys haven't noticed on all the other podcasts, he's been up there. But it was down here. But, like, he, he's been on all of them, if you haven't looked. But now he's just up higher up. He's flying up above us. He's good. <laughs> Mounted on the wall, just up in the That's air. just a shout-out to Matthew on that one. Okay, but what, what are you saying? We're, we're wanting to get into some of the combat sports aspect that we've been working There's about. something else I wanted to say. Oh, go ahead. Just, just for the cameras aspect. Jesse has some books <laughs> underneath his microphone because he's so goddamn tall that the microphones weren't tall enough for him. So, what are you, like 6'6", 6'5"? 6'5"? Yeah. My legs are hard-pressed against this fucking countertop. <laughs> I still got like four inches of clearance between mine. <laughs> like, Must be nice. It's wind kind of sucks down here, dude. <laughs> How's it up there? Nothing but O three, bro. <laughs> Ozone. Anyways, yeah, I was talking about the uh, the boxing. Real, 
so when I first messaged you to call me that one night, I, I asked you about it. What was your, like, your reaction to it, really? Like, oh, Ricky's not that serious about it. He's just calling me because he's drunk or he's just wanting to do something random about it. Like, what was your thought process of me starting this? Did you think I was not going to be serious about it or what? I thought you were serious. The moment you, you, you told me to call... And I had called, and you picked up, and you were, you were, you talked about it right away, because that's 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 the hardest part, is getting into a new sport like that. Is just it was it wasn't really even the sport. It was just like I wanted to get more in shape, and I wasn't doing shit here. I make fucking podcasts and vlogs, dude. Like I don't I don't do much. <laughs> like, and then I sit on my couch after work. Like I I wanted to get more into shape. I'm going on a cruise. You guys are gonna see a vlog about that on Double R T V. But neither here nor there. I just wanted to get more in shape. And I didn't want to go to a random fucking gym and just work out. Because that's, that's fucking weird, going in front of a bunch of people you don't even know and working out. Yeah, and then you got the muscle heads that are doing way too much, and then the fatties that are taking up the meetings <clears throat> that are doing enough. And yeah. You're somewhere and, in between. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm just starting out, and these guys are like, fucking lift every day, bro. And I'm just like, cool, that's my first day here. <laughs> like. So the answer to that problem was, I'm going to go train MMA with Jess and get the shit beat out of me. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be way better because I'm going to go get punched after work every day. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I knew you were serious about it right away because you actually wanted to talk on the phone. And when, when you called and asked about it, that right away showed how serious you were. Um, usually a lot of, I'll make Facebook posts about like, want, like seeing if anyone wants to train because a lot of people are kind of want to try it and they'll, they'll comment it on that, that uh, Facebook post, but that's usually as far as that gets. And some of that's my fault too. Like I get busy working and stuff, so I never return their messages, but you actually straight up called me. So I knew you were, you were, you were eager to come and it doesn't matter what type of training or if you've been in fights before or not been fights before, just the fact that you actually wanted to show up and call and, and you were like, I'm showing up, bro. I'm showing up. I was excited. I was excited. And I've been there almost every day since. Like the first time we had like a couple snow days and they're like, weather's bad. I got to go home. So I was there like Wednesday Friday, and then I've been there every day this week. And Except for Monday. Well, I go Tuesday through Friday. Yeah. Four days on, three days off. Which I think is... Tuesday through Thursday. Yeah, she does Tuesday through Thursday. <laughs> um, Planks are coming, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... <laughs> it's been fucking rough, man. Like, it's... I mean, it's... I, I have fun every fucking time I do it, but... It is hard work because I'm I'm not used to it, and you clocked me a couple of good times last night, and it's it's not just about the fighting. It's it's working out. We get our workouts in, get our fucking arms tired, get our legs tired, and then go do the actual work. Like that's that's the hard part. And my arms have never been more sore ever. Like it's my arms still hurting from like three days ago. <laughs> like. Well, actually, like, like I've talked to you guys before at the gym, like, that's why working with you guys has actually been really nice and, and good for me. Um, you guys have been one of the better students I've had to teach uh, the trade of martial arts and, and combat sports, too. Just because a lot of, usually I get a lot of people that are either, like, wrestlers. A lot of wrestlers, you know, this is Iowa, we got a shit ton of wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Or we get people that been in a lot of bar fights and stuff, and they want to fight in the cage or fight in the... In, in it's the completely ring. different, because, like, you get on a street fight, it's... it's Completely different than actual like fighter stance, and yeah, in the streets you're just that, well, fucking wailing. And the big thing that separates it is what you guys are finding out, but you guys are way more moldable. 
is it's work. It's actual work because I get a lot of the people that come in and they just want to like fight on this show on this one random weekend and be a weekend warrior. But then when they come in and find out that I want you to train for three months straight of coming here as, as much as you can every day and actually like work out and lift weights and do a lot of cardiovascular and, and just get you dying and then we go spar. They, a lot of these people, they find out how, how hard it is and then it's actual work and they, they're like, whoa, I just wanted to get in a big drunken brawl and it's like, okay, well, you're not, you're not a true fighter. That's not you're it. not a true martial artist. This is, this is a discipline. And, this is a lifestyle. And you know what? Like, I told you, give me four months and I'm going to be going fucking hard in fucking four months because I'm, I'm, that's how fucking dedicated I am to getting in shape, let alone not even the fucking fighting aspect of it. It's just being that in shape and being able to go six three-minute rounds right after another, just like a normal fucking boxing match. And I tell that to a lot of people that come in. Like, Give me fucking four months, and I will be a, lot of people I'll be a hard opponent for you. A lot of people. I'm gonna, I think. <laughs> Maybe. In, they, they think that, that like when you come and train martial arts. How is your timer, by the way? Okay. Just want to make sure. Okay. But they train combat sports. They think that you're going to have to, like, go walk in the ring, walk in the cage one day. But but you really don't have to. Um, and that, that's a that's another thing I was thinking about. Like, I don't I don't know if I'll ever get in the cage or not. Like, I, I kind of want to just to mark it off my bucket list. Sure. But, like, that's just one thing. Like, in, in my vlogs, I, I hung off the side of the observation tower. That's just because it was 100 fucking feet in the air. It was just because I wanted to. Like, I want to go skydiving. I want to go bungee jumping. But, like, that's just one thing I could tell my kids someday. Like, yeah, I fucking fought in the ring. I did that. I walked out to a Katy Perry song. <laughs> that's what you did. <laughs> hey, bro, I won that fight. And, like, I tell people um, when they're like, why are you afraid you're going to look stupid? I'm like, well, who looks stupider, the guy that comes out to Katy Perry or the guy that loses to the guy that walked out to Katy Perry? <laughs> What was your name? Your name was The Solution, right? Jesse The Solution Malone. Yep. yep, and you came out to a Katy Perry song. Yeah, this is The Solution, bitch. I'm walking out to <laughs> fucking firework. <laughs> like, I've done it a lot of times. <coughs> I came out to fight. What song did you come out to? What, which, which song? Which the, the Katy Perry song. What's that now? Was it a Katy Perry song? Yeah. Which was, song it was, was it? It was Roar. Roar, okay. And, uh, that was before Misha Tate at the UFC started walking out to it. I walked out. I was the real OG. With <laughs> but before that, I walked out to like DJ Cool, Let Me Clear My Throat. And I, I love Let doing me that. clear my throat. Yep. I walk out with a big sign that said it's a Jersey thing, throwing out glow sticks to the crowd. I got <laughs> so pumped. So I like walking out to fights all, all weird and silly. And, so and you told me fun. you're like, you're more of like a comedic when you come out. Like you're, and you're more relaxed. You're not just like, I'm going to fuck somebody up. Like you're just... Fuck, it's, it's just relaxing. You just mellow. Mellow when you go out there, and that's that's what really keeps your cool. That's what you've been teaching me, and it's it's been working great. Like, last night when we were sparring, like, I just, I was just keeping cool. Knocked me down once, but... <laughs> and, 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 and every... every fighter, Hell of a job, bro. Every fighter's different. I mean, like, like that's, that's what always worked for me, is coming out all weird and silly, and it gets all the butterflies out of me, and getting the crowd into it, especially fighting out here at home that's that's it gets me so amped and, and when i get in there i'm actually pretty calm and like yeah let's do this and it's no different than like a basketball or baseball game every time i walked out to a fight like i'm i'm gonna murder him he he looked at my mom funny or something treating it like you that. got fucked up oh yeah i got fucked up instantly <laughs> but i mean that was the 
But There's like, too much anger and rage in your face that you can't even like see clearly of what you're fucking about to do. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and your adrenaline will get the best data, and you'll get winded. That's what, like what happened with my last title fight. Like within ten minutes, like no, I'm sorry, ten seconds, I got winded and gassed, and I just got picked apart by someone I had no business getting picked apart by. But yeah. it all depends what depends what type of fighter you are, because like I've explained to you guys, like that's the difference between me and uh, my my good my good friend Brock Amos. We've been doing this together for. He's supposed to be on the podcast here. Yeah, soon. shout out to Brock Amos. Uh, yeah, what were you going to say? You eat, were talking about eat, this. Eat your heart out, bro, on this podcast for you. What's up? What's up, <laughs> <laughs> buddy? Nah, uh, I love Brock. Brock's, Brock's been one of my yeah, good friends for a long time. Me too. And Brock, I'm sorry I haven't asked you to be on the podcast yet. I just thought you forgot about me. You don't tag me in Facebook posts anymore, so sorry, yes. dude. Stop, stop working fucking seven days a week, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Be unemployed for a little bit like me, and then you can do stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, continue about uh, coming out. Yeah, but uh, that, that was always the difference between, like, uh, like me and Brock, we were trained the same from the very beginning. And we had the same striking coach and a lot of the same sparring partners for a lot of it. But Brock was always a, more of an animalistic fighter. Like, he was the fighter. He wanted to go out and, like... You know what? I fucked up. I said my word. Damn it. Oh, thanks for catching that. I yeah, I, I caught myself because I started thinking, I was like, damn it. I did say it. Fuck. Yeah, I do. In my vlogs, I say, does this count? I say anyways a lot in my vlogs. Like, I'm just like, anyways, guys, like, that's that's part of my vlogs, dude. Like, I, I don't I don't mean to say it. It's just like, I'm moving on to the next subject of the vlog. Like, I'm just like, anyways, like, that was a fucked up one. <laughs> Like, that one was hard. Yeah, but you, I think you need to watch for these words. I think we're gonna be selling these conversations. We're not gonna realize we said. Oh it. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. And she's trying to read a book. And like you invited. Like, okay, I, too. I've always been a talker my whole life. So when you invited me on this vlog, this is like the most exciting thing ever. This is not a vlog. This is a podcast, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Vlogcast. But bringing me, bringing <laughs> me on and like, hey, we want to hear you talk. I'm I'm on cloud nine right now, bro. <laughs> That's the whole point of it. We want your Oh, just wait till I get the fighting. Styles, you're gonna be saying your word a lot. My word, that straight left punch. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't say your word once, if you don't say your word once, I have so but, many ac- acronyms for that word. I, I, I'm gonna try my hardest not to say it. That popper, that left popper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, like I was saying before, Ricky's word. <laughs> no, but yeah, Brock, Brock is always more that he's just an, an, an animal. The more animalistic fighter, like he he goes off his his animalistic instincts and really like. Every fight he goes into, it doesn't matter if you never talk to the guy. He's just like, I'm going to treat this guy like he kicked my mom in the face and smacked my dog in my house. I'm gonna... <laughs> and I always watched him to fight more like I was a martial artist. I was I was more just like, yeah, it's no different than a basketball game. I'm going to go out here and try chess to Chess is what you've been telling me. Yep, a big game of chess. Yep, and you just watch for their next move and then you just go. That's what I was trying to do last night, but that turned into a straight nose and a fucking jaw. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like, like Brock, Brock. He does the same thing with um, with his fighting skills too. Like he's more he's he's really technical with his fighting, and he treats it like a chess game too. But he's just he's like, a hell of a fighter too. So like, good. like we're we're not talking shit about you, Brock. You can watch this podcast. You're fine. No, fuck you, just bro. don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I've been like after we start sparring. You ever uh. Like, go on your phone and, like, just something you were talking about with your wife. Like, you were just talking 
about a random subject, you go on Facebook and all of a sudden that subject is like right there. Oh, of course. I was randomly talking about, or I we've been uh, doing the sparring and all the training and everything. I looked on YouTube, a random thing said like, top 10 most respectful UFC fights. I was just like, I didn't fucking search this shit. It just popped up, but it was really cool. You own a cell phone, right? And you live in the United it States just, of America? Yeah, the government's watching, bro. <laughs> They're listening, man. We'll get into that later. <laughs> but yeah, it was fucking random, and it was really cool. And I know somebody uh, told me about this, or asked me, who do you think would win in a fight, you or Brock? And Brock's both a fucking great friend of both of us, and you're a great friend to both me and Brock, and... You're obviously my sensei now. That's what I do every time I come in there. Hi, sensei. And I kneel down in front of the fucking mat just to be like a fucking douchebag. But no, like I, I was kind of curious, like, cause I, I kind of started thinking, I was like, I've known Brock a lot longer than I've really known you. Like I've known you for fucking years, but I, I never really knew you. I knew Brock, like we would fucking party every night. He's, We've talked about him on the fucking podcast before, but I didn't really know much about it. And here in just a little bit, after this commercial break, I want to hear your side of that question. Oh my gosh, I've avoided this question for decades. I'm I'm excited to hear it. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. So, after those brief messages from Jesse... Let's get back into our last question. No, it's okay. I think me and the audience have an understanding. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so, because I'm scared now. (laughs) It's so fun. I'm scared. If they're not scared, I... I don't know. Like deep, it's deep down, I, I still feel that I'm the tall string bean. Fucking a lot of people knew if you grew up with me, the tall, little skinny, funny kid. I still think I'm that guy. I don't think I'm that scary at all. <laughs> so I laugh at myself. I mean, like when scary like when your 16 ounce gloves are coming at me, like that's a little scary at first. But like when you're getting into it, it's it's fun. Well, my wife tells me all the time when I wrestle around with her, she's like, "Dude, you're you're just a big guy. You're all around, you're a big guy." And I'm like, "Really? I feel like I'm 15 and 100." Pounds and six three, <laughs> just tiny, 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 tiny. Six three? Yeah, I was. That's I was not tall. tiny. Yeah. That's not tiny. Well, dude, I'm five ten. I'm five ten, dude. Yeah, but I came out of the womb like five ten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to our original question before we went to that brief message. Who would win? You or Brock? You said you've been avoiding this question for years. Oh, yeah. And I, me, I, and Brock's a great fucking friend of mine. Don't get any hateful words on Brock. Don't leave it in the comments. Please don't. <laughs> You're allowed to. That's it. You're allowed to. That's it. And maybe Brock and Shay. Or maybe Don and Shay. Not Brock. We're talking about Brock. Maybe Don and Shay can leave comments, but that's it. Don and Shay, remember. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck you, Brock. <laughs> Brock's gonna bust in the door and beat my ass now because I said it well, and he didn't even know. On the fucking on the podcast, you're here in spirit. You're here in spirit. You're gonna be here soon in physical, maybe. I don't know. Depends. Stop working your job. But <laughs> okay, so yeah, continue. 
So yeah, that's obviously me and Brock being one of the bigger names of fighting out of Sheraton for a long time. That's that's something that you know we always get questions at the bar. Some drunk guy like, who do you think you take who? And we always sidestep it because you know we're, we're we're best friends, and and that's that's not something you do. You're not looking to fight your actual best friend, but you guys are the big names in town. Like who 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 could fucking beat the other one up? Like I've you know what? Like before, like I got really acquainted with you in the last little while that I've been talking to you about fighting and everything it was a question that came across me like when I, uh i never released the vlog that i made one time it was when i went to one of brock's fights where he won by the spinning back fist fuck yeah dude love that spinning back fist of his devastating oh it's it's amazing so i get hit with that in sparring dude <laughs> <laughs> that's is that how your nose got crooked probably motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> But like I, I was like, I wonder who would win, him or Jesse. Like I, I know they're both doing this shit. Like this is before, like I really fucking knew you. I knew Brock. That's why I was there. But I was just like, I wonder who would win, like him or Jesse. And then like I start thinking about, it. I was like, we're all fucking friends here. Like they're, they're probably never gonna fight. I don't ever need to have an answer to that question. I know. I like the only time we ever had a problem in our relationship, like n- that was never still a tenor. relationship. You guys had a problems in your relationship? No, no. no but the one only time you know you know our relationships go through bumpy patches and stuff but when like the only time we ever had issues that still was never that was surprisingly never on the table for either of us um we just didn't talk for a year (laughs) and then we get and then our trainer parent traps us brings us in the gym and 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 has us beat the fuck at each other when i say beat the fuck at each other i mean brock beat the fuck out of me and sit there on the wall and just let him have let him have at it i don't like the wall bro i don't like it i don't like the wall no one likes the wall i've been on the wall once and i don't like it and for those of you don't know wall we have this drill it's called the wall of pain where one person sits on the wall you're not allowed to move off from that one spot all you're supposed to do is block yep and it you like the, the person's that's punching you it's just like swinging out for you because yeah you're just you're just you're just punching whatever's open and the other person you just got to sit there and learn to block it's because it, you can't cover up you're gonna get tagged in the stomach and tagged in the head you got to do something you got to block you got to you got to figure it out I was I was considering fetal position for a minute <laughs> like, everyone does dude <laughs> but like my head got rattled a little bit and I was just like I I don't even know how to do fetal now like I was yeah, like I I had a lump on my head for a few days after first round i was like i don't want to do that for a little bit if that's all right <laughs> like well and like i was telling you guys and like i tell brock is he always hates my walls that i have in my gym that they're so vicious they're just well they're just covered in fucking fencing and barbed wire and bullshit there's no barbed wire but like you know that insulation so it gets you itchy at least it, it, yeah it, like it's too, it's too, if there was barbed wire though that'd make it a lot less likely to be on the fucking wall <laughs> Well, don't put barbed wire, please. No, because if I ever make this a legitimate business, oh my gosh, I'd, I'd have trouble getting an insurance carrier. You would have you would have lawsuits out the ass. You have to sign a waiver. But like, there's time. there's fencing and shit. Like, you hit your head on the fucking nails of the fence, and that just sucks, man. I had I hit my head like three times. And I do th- I do that on purpose. I do that on purpose in the same spot. Just because you don't ever want to get up against the cage, up against the ropes. That's a, it's a really bad spot to be in. Like, there's a time when you get trained up enough and do that wall enough, you can start countering punches off that wall or off the cage. But in Superman general, punch. Yeah, Superman oh, yeah. punch. <laughs> that was my answer to Brock spinning back fist. If he spinning back fist me once or twice, I'd Superman punch off the <laughs> wall, motherfucker. <laughs> but, um, We're just shit-talking, Brock. That's all this podcast is about. <laughs> like, 
We miss you. That's all. It is. Yeah, we miss we you. Miss I haven't you. seen. I haven't seen you since I helped you move into your new house or new apartment. Like that's the last time I think I really seen. Well, when I bought him a new bed, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> Oh, oh like, my god, that would have sucked. Right now, <laughs> that fucking guy we don't like right now. <laughs> We're not saying his name because I don't want to take a billion shots. Mr. Amos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, um, but, oh yeah, get, get back to our original question. Um, I, I, I still don't really have a good answer for it. I just like to tell people, like, I look at I look at the attributes of, of what what we both bring to the table. Um, when it comes to me, you know, I'm I'm more I'm I'm bigger, obviously. I'm longer. I'm I'm just overall stronger. I think you got like three or four inches on height with him, don't yeah. you? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's, he's only like six, six foot, and I'm six yeah. five. Yeah. And 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 I'm longer, and it took me a long time to know how to use my length because your length can be actually kind of a handicap for a while until you know how to use it. Um, so my, my length and my and my just being bigger and stronger is what I have on him. But what what Brock always had on me is he's he he is technical. He knows the craft, really master the craft. Oh yeah. His, his, like I have when I get going on a fight, my drive is high. But his his drive to, to train and to fight is and to never quit. His heart is just way surpasses mine. Oh, he has a fucking heart of gold, man. And like I I remember like he would come to parties. And, like, for a while, like, he was like, I'm not being the sober driver, but I'm not drinking either. <laughs> like, it was, it was fucking weird, like, because he would come and, like, party with us, but, like, he was drinking water the whole time. He's like, but I am being the fucking sober driver. Fuck all you guys. I'm still here to party, but I'm not actually partying. For a long time. It was, like, me, him, and Shay, and, like, uh, Taylor Wirtz. Like, we are all just hanging out, drinking together, except for Brock. Like, but, like... Yeah, like it was, it was fucking ridiculous. But it was that's how it was. Like, well, he's probably just looking for someone to fight. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, keeping a sober mind to fucking fuck somebody up. And but he wasn't driving because he wasn't being the sober driver. When it comes to the fight, and that's why I tell people the big difference between me and him is being trained and brought up the same. Is that I'm always, I was always thought of myself as more of the martial artist. Like I'm more in the, I want to know this trade, get this trade down. So I don't have to use it. Like I'm more into like trying. I just want to know it and not have to use it. But if I have to, I will. Yeah. And and but I I always am more seeking into the empathy of of others and trying to put myself in other shoes so we can talk it out. Let's try to talk it out. Um, and Brock was always way more the fighter. (laughs) Like and and that's not a bad thing. Oh, I know. He he is the fighter. Like he, like that's why going into a fight, I'm more like all silly, loosey goosey. I'll be shit sitting there, shooting, Katy Perry, shooting the shit with my opponent three hours before. No problem going in there fighting him and stuff, but still, I'd shoot the shit and stuff. And he's just like, he's just like, no, fuck that guy. I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. We can be right friends now. afterwards, but until then, fuck him. <laughs> like I don't like him. I don't even know what he looks like, but I don't fucking like him. Like, and I never looked, I never looked at that as a weakness. I actually was jealous of that that he could do that because I couldn't. I wish I could because that that. That's why he's got two fights. title belts now. Yeah, that's what won him to to win some fights. And he's he's fucking good at it too. And like. You know what, I I don't want to say, like, I'd be more comfortable training with Brock. Like, I'm comfortable either way because, like, I've known you for a long time. I've known Brock for a long time. I've hung out with Brock a lot more than I have with you. But, like, I feel like right now Brock would probably be more rigorous with, rigorous with me because he knows me. 
a lot better. He'd be like, no, Ricky, fucking take a punch. You've taken a fucking couple slaps from me before. You can have a fucking punch right now. <laughs> like, That's why And you know what? Like, I, I like going the slow, steady pace that you are. And if... Sorry, Brock, but like, you'd be fucking harder on me just because I've pissed you off a lot in the past. <laughs> 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 like, if I want to start MMA with you, you're going to go fucking rough on me because there's been a lot of times you're like, oh, I want to kill fucking Ricky right now. <laughs> like, there's been a lot of those times. He said it, and I've heard him say it like at certain times and he's just like I want to fucking kill him god damn Ricky you're fucking pissing me off I'm well that's and why I'm not training with you and you might be right because mine and Brock's friendship didn't <laughs> start when we started training together so like I was telling the other day like anytime there might be a subconscious issue that you're not even aware of but you might be having like getting annoyed with how they are how they chew how they how they make that stupid joke about your mom what's up, what's up Brock what's up <laughs> um they it's like squashed in training right away before you even know it's a problem because you're beating the fuck out of each other. Me and him grew up together. And that you know much. what? Like, I've I've never been like, oh, I'm fucking stronger than Brock. Like, I've always known he could fucking beat my ass, but I just, I love to fucking push his buttons. Like, I've always loved to do that. Oh, I love to too. Oh, I've, I, like, because he fucking hates, he fucking hates feet <laughs> so much. He does. And like, he does. And like, wrestling with him and, and like, feet. like, so like, we'd, we come home from like a fucking hard fucking night at fucking drinking. We're all me, him, and Shay are just hung over on their on their apartment's fucking couch, and like Brock would always for some reason sit at like the end of the couch, and I was always laying down because I'm a fucking bitch and I'm a bitch with my hangovers. And Shay was like sitting in the chair, like halfway passing out, and I would just start putting my feet on Brock. I'd just start like petting with my fucking feet, like I'd be literally just like just petting Brock with my fucking feet. And he's like, motherfucker, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm like, you're hungover though, so you're probably not. And like, I just keep doing it until like, he was like, all right, let's go get something to eat. I'm fucking done. Like, that's, that's why it's fun to always learn <laughs> wrestling and jiu-jitsu with Brock and, and, and rolling because there's no getting around that. You know, we're sweating at each other. Our shirts are off. Our feet, our feet are out. So I would, in my long leg, legged ass, would always try to get my feet in his face and shit. <laughs> so I always would troll him in different ways just to keep him, just to keep him on his toes. Like we'd be sitting there wrestling, and then out of, and then he'd be getting me. He'd be getting the better of me, especially when we started going up to Des Moines at Elite Edge and stuff. He, he, he his jujitsu game just was went way other levels and started kicking my ass. And I started getting to the point where if he started getting one up on me, I'd be like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, and he'd be like, what, what? You get the cramp? I'm like, uh oh. It's the tickle monster. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, fuck you, bro. Come on, don't do that. He's so fucking ticklish too. Like, he is. like that's the only way I could ever maybe get out of a submission from him too. Like, because I know he's like super fucking ticklish. I got him like almost fucking in tears one time when they had an apartment in Granger. It was me, him, and Shay, and Shay was fucking drunker than the fuck. He was trying to make like a pizza or something and. Me and Brock were like, fuck around. We were wrestling. Because I, I always wanted to fucking wrestle. When I'm drunk, I just, you know, it's just fun. Just I know he's an MMA fighter. I was like, I'll fucking wrestle you, blah, blah, blah. I lost so many gauges that year. <laughs> like, but like, I want to wrestle him. I, and I know he's fucking ticklish. He doesn't like people touching his feet. He don't like feet touching him. And I would either grab his fucking you feet. You don't want you to say the word feet, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has a fucking tattoo on his foot that says, don't touch this. <laughs> Have you ever seen that tattoo? I, I can't remember if I have or not. But it's on the inside of me. it's on the inside of his foot. It says, "Don't touch this." <laughs> like, <laughs> like I swear to God, and um, or like, "Don't touch me" or "Don't something." 
That's the only time anybody was allowed to touch his foot was when Don was tattooing that on him. <laughs> but, like, don't touch his feet. Don't let feet touch him. But I I would either grab his feet or I would fucking tickle the hell out of him. He's a ticklish motherfucker. Oh, so bad. Oh, so much. And it's so hilarious. And I think the only reason you guys were able to get away with that for so long is because you're his friends and you're not yeah. you're a non-combative friend because... I'm just fucking around. Like, we're was, drunk and we're just fucking around. If I was just a regular sparring partner or even me, a combative friend... Uh, you do it enough, he's gonna fucking punch you. <laughs> yeah, like that against the feet. <laughs> yeah, like we we're just fucking around, but like, I I knew for years that like he could fucking whoop my ass, but I just like to push his buttons until he and like I just wanted to. For some reason, I was into a fucking phase like where I just wanted to fuck with people until I got punched. Like I've because I've never really been punched. You were the first person to ever punch me, <laughs> and you had boxing gloves on. Like I've never actually been punched. I don't know why. Because I'm a very punchable person. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Brock slapped me a fucking shitload of times. He slaps hard. Yeah, he does. But, like, I just, I I was in a phase, like, where I just want to fuck with people and just fuck with them and fuck with them until, like, I got punched. I never got punched. Brock was probably the closest person that ever punched me, and he slapped me really hard. <laughs> Well, like, slap me enough to, like, give me a fucking headache. I'm not saying I could train you to, to the point where you can beat Brock, but I at least can show you some stuff in the future. So if he does do that, we keep working the body like we've been working, like, the last few days. Brock hates getting hit in the liver and the kidney. <laughs> the liver. Don't tell the secrets. Don't tell the secrets right well, now. I didn't cause... know that was a secret. <laughs> <laughs> liver, kidney, and when he's sitting there nursing it, grab his feet. <laughs> and then tickle him. That's that's the secret to Brock. But the opponents don't know until now. <laughs> and just look out for the uh the left I think. Left spinning back fist. Watch out for that one. Right. He's a right hand. He's a right hand spinning back fist. Oh sorry. We're, they're gonna be looking for the left when he's gonna hit him with the right. I, I I'm sorry, it's the middle one. You gotta watch out for it. <laughs> It's the dick one. <laughs> He's got a big old one of those. He's got a big old big old dick and a big old heart of gold. <laughs> we love you, Brock. I want this podcast. I can't wait. I just labeled Brock Amos. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not here. <laughs> Justin Malone featuring Brock Amos. Epis- episode six, Justin Malone featuring Brock Amos. Justin Malone narrating Brock Amos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brock, I promise. I heard that you were jealous that I haven't asked you yet, but I realize you didn't like me anymore when you stopped tagging me in Facebook posts. I'll have you on here. You son of a bitch. I will have you on here soon. We'll I love you, bro. Love you, Jesse loves you, and we're both going to beat your ass someday. We'll I'll be next. Yeah, I'm, someday. Just get, I said, give me four months. I'll beat you or Brock's ass. Well, Amanda's going to be beating his ass first. All the planks she gets done doing. Oh, no shit. Like, the fucking, the planks after missing Friday, I'm so excited for that. Well, it's not even, <laughs> I just, it, it's like I said, like, all my, my easy, adjustable blow flex, bow flex weights are busted, so it's like, I had the old school, you have to unscrew the thing and then take the weights off to readjust when we're weight training. Like, I'm just too lazy to unscrew the weights and plates and put on different sets of weights for Amanda because we're all sit, like I'm trying to lift with all three of us and like I lift stronger than you but you lift stronger way than Amanda so it's I, I, I get too lazy to adjust that so instead of adjusting it I'm just like Amanda just, just plank just plank for this three minute round <laughs> <Just> plank. 
You know what we could do? Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> let's let's do the dumbbells, but like while we're working our shit out, set some weights on top of her while she's planking, and then that's that's workout enough right there. Right. We'll probably be using the plates and the weights. I'll probably just bring out my daughter, one of the two. Bring out that almost two year old and set her on you. It's harder because she's she's like 30, 40 pounds, but she moves. She Keep her on you, but don't lose your plank. Yep. I'll tell her she's oh, yeah. in the hot lava. <laughs> she has to go to the ground because she's going to do exactly the opposite of what daddy does. My child is a dick. Well, play cold lava. Then she has to stay up on the hot part. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're pretty much over the boxing, kickboxing training aspect. There yeah, is... Yeah, we got that. We got that covered for sure. So much, bro. So much. (laughs) We got that for sure. There was something I wanted to talk to you about, which I actually believe is going to be the title of this video. Um, Jesse Malone for Iowa Senate. I didn't want to talk to you about that because our government's fucked up right now. And I want to hear your views on it. And that's going to surpass me over the hour. I know that. (laughs) No, I'll give it. And we might go back to the boxing here in a little bit. And um, I don't want to cut you off, but you weren't saying anything, anyways. So um, there is something. There is something new. Oh God, damn it! Special word of the day. I did the special word of the day. Oh, we do have to go back to uh, boxing eventually because you're gonna have to do a shot here. Well, we just talked about boxing for like 30, 40 minutes, and I didn't say one fucking word that starts with a J. Answers. How about you just take a shot with me and just say the word? <laughs> All right. Fair enough. See, Brock, I got you back, dog. So, um, well, that shot kind of made me forget what I was saying. But Where, well, you want to cover the Iowa Senate? I I do want to cover the Iowa Senate because I understand that you were wanting to run for Senate mm-hmm. for a while, and like you kind of just sort of like gave up on it a little bit and I want I want to hear your reviews on it. Oh, I remember what I was saying now. Um for this podcast, it's going to be an ongoing thing, but this is going to be the start of it where after the camera shuts off, I'm going to do an audio only version which they have to listen to <laughs> on my Spotify if they want to hear what we have to say. Which I will pull up my Spotify here if I can. Wait a second. I'm going to pull up my Spotify, and you guys can find it if you search Countertop Podcast, and I will put the link in the description of this video. That you better subscribe to. And after the camera is done shooting our beautiful faces, there's going to be an audio-only version, like an extra half hour or so. Two hours, three. Whatever. We can (laughs) upload as much as we want to on there. That's fine. I'll search it. You go ahead and talk about your Iowa Senate, and I'll slowly get this pulled up. Oh, yeah? Well, I guess after this little commercial break, though. Oh, yeah, we got some more uh, advertisements from Jesse coming up here in just one second, and then we'll get to the Iowa Senate, and I'll have my Spotify up. Excellent. Love you. (laughs) So, you guys see this right here? This is um, the Countertop Podcast's Spotify. You can actually go follow me on Spotify now. I have three episodes up. 
and this one's going to be up with an extra audio clip at the end of it, and I'm, it's going to be new territory for me on that week. Not on that week, that episode, this week. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I want to hear about your Senate. I heard that you were, not your Senate, but the fact that you were going to run for Senate, and you said you had some stuff to talk about with that. So, dive in on in that one. <laughs> I fucked up. I did say anyways. God damn it. <laughs> this podcast is going to fuck me up. No, go ahead. <laughs> Continue. So, should we... So, so we... Uh... Send Shay to find so, you if you get lost after this. Oh, no. Don't send him because he gets lost himself. Well, who else would be able to find you? <laughs> someone else that gets drunk and lost. He would know where to look. Uh, send my mom. <laughs> she knows where I go. That's about it. Um, I randomly seen a Facebook post one day, and at first I thought it was a joke. Like, I thought it was just a funny thing. Because you post a lot of funny shit. Thank you. Before you broke your phone. I know. Like, you'd post random fucking things that you'd type out, and it was fucking hilarious every time. And, like, randomly, I, I seen a Facebook post from you, like, I'm running for Senate. Who's going to vote for me? Or, I don't remember what, exactly what it said, but I seen that you were running for Senate, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'd vote for you. But, like, I seen it on the back of your guys' vehicle the other day, Jesse Malone for Senate, and I was like, God damn, like, he's still serious about it. But it's, like, halfway rubbed off now, but... <laughs> no, I was, t- I was, uh... I-, I, was take- I was taking death serious as soon as-, as soon as I had some people approach me and ask me to run for, for something because, um... Like-, like-, like you said, before the commercial break, how our politics is-, is-, is really, you know, fucked up right now in a lot of different areas. Um, people approached me because they knew that I was more of a stand-up guy that was actually going to... That would actually say what is on my mind and actually fight, would you jab fight would you jab for your things no i'd throw a right hand god damn right you hand for, overhand right which might is my do- more devastating punch because i'm looking to get things done you're not gonna jab though <laughs> damn it nope too light of a punch um no i was I was when I, I was looking to run i was still working working in the plumbers and steamfitters union and uh I was I was looking to get politically involved just because when well, I think when when I started having children, which was like uh, my, my my oldest daughter's almost two coming up this February second, and uh, I just had my second one about four or five months ago. When I had children, it really really set into gear and emotion in my head about what type of world we're leaving our kids, because I look at the world that got left to us. Oh yeah, and ever since I, I've, you know, I've been pretty much on my own since I've been sixteen. Um, I haven't had a lot of help from anybody until I got my wife. My wife's been my rock, and she's been the person that helped. That's me good. Out. That's good. I know she's the reason I'm unemployed right now and being a stay-at-home dad is because she works <laughs> and helps me out while I'm figuring my stuff out. That's why you train assholes like us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sit here on a, on a podcast and talk shit about Brock Amos. <laughs> no else We're going back into the third, <laughs> the third part of this podcast, talking shit. You're not still, leaving this Brock. <laughs> You're this bitch. but um, no. When I was, I was still, I was still working a lot of hours, fifty, sixty hours a week, and and and, and 
you know, it's it just seemed like always jumping to the better job, working working physical labor or, or skilled trades. It just seemed like no matter how hard I worked ever since I've been on my own, it just never was enough. Mm-hmm. It was never was enough just to keep the lights on, just to just to keep food in our bellies. It was never enough, let alone to cover any extra bills like like medical bills or or like speeding tickets or just the extras that you get. Speeding or like, tickets or like the extra beer you need this yes. week. <laughs> <laughs> little extras that you need to make it to be sane as a poverty-stricken kid oh, yeah. nowadays in the working class. It's it's really rough, and I got I got really really into it and committed, and and I know I was decided to go for the Iowa Senate, the state of Iowa Senate, which is a bigger bigger thing to reach for for your first type of election, but we just we just didn't have a power enough candidate to to really run for something in that category because don't you normally go from like uh mayor governor this and this and this and then then to the senate right yeah, like you slowly go up the political uh ladder a lot of people are will tell you that it's like earned like you gotta like you gotta earn your way up to senate or earn your way up, and if you want to be a U.S. congressman, you got to earn your way up to it. But that's what we're finding with wrongs our political system is as, is you're in this system long enough, and you learn that you have to play this little game, and you have to you have to make backdoor deals and learn how to play these stupid little reindeer games that is ultimately what you think is making us making our our society better in the longer run by making these deals and 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 selling little parts of your soul as you go. And yep. working your way up and earning to earning to the status of like a U.S. senator. By the time you get there, you're so corrupt and you don't even know because you don't I, even remember where you fucking came from. No, by that point. And I'm a firm believer, like like I'm a firm believer in term limits on everything because it doesn't matter who you are, myself included. If you're somewhere long enough, you're gonna forget where you came from and forget the people that you're fighting for. And that's why I tell a lot of people like me, running the little Sheratonians. Yeah. And, and that's that's why I tell people like me running for Senate, um, why you know I'm a poverty-stricken working-class folk. Um, I'm I'm part of us. I'm I. That's also the issue why I'm just kind of meh if I want to continue running right now because I find out how hard it is if you don't have money or power. To like if I'm not an old white oh, man yeah. retired and that has connections, it's really run. To if if your dad wasn't a fucking millionaire, I might as well just stop now. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough to run as. as you gotta be begging for money left and right, and it does take money. The way our political system is set up, because you know, according to Citizens United, that was a federal law that was passed. They say that money is uh, first amend. It's, it's your first amendment right. It's a freedom of speech to put your money to get behind someone. Really? Yes. And that's that's why it's so rough. That's why you know I'm not not Republican bashing or anything like that, but that's why you see more, a lot more established Republicans or Democrats, but a lot more Republicans, they get tied in with these big business types and they just get money thrown at them and they can just like, they, you won't see and like, too many doors. They'll just spend, write a bunch of big checks and get, get TV advertisements and yard signs thrown out to like crazy. And I'm, I'm not like too much into like the political stuff. Like I don't, I don't pay attention. I don't even know what Trump is. Like, is he a, like I don't, I don't know if he's Republican or Democrat. I don't, I don't pay attention to that. Like I don't, I don't care. Like because it's right now because I'm, I'm in Iowa. Like whatever shits that's getting thrown at us is not really affecting me so much. Like I'm just 
I run my own business. I, I do what I do and I go home. Like it's not, it's not affecting me too bad, but I'm, I don't, I, I don't really understand the difference between Republican and Democrat. I, I get like some are against abortions, some are not, some are against guns, some are not like, but really like, I just, why can't we just all get along? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Well, I know, and, and, you know, I'm running as a Democrat, but that's that's only because when you run for such a bigger office for your first time, like, you got to kind of... I go with the one that has the better colors. Like, I, I like red, so that's usually Republican, <laughs> isn't it, right? Like, I, I, my favorite color is red. That's why I rolled the red dice earlier. Like, <laughs> I go after red, that's why I'm Republican. That's about it. Like, that's as far as my political shit goes. But, like, even though I'm running as a Democrat, like, I, I still have way more arguments establishment types than I do my Republican working class people. I get along with, like, you know, we're a Republican-heavy area, but I get along way more with Republican working class people than I do actual, like, people that are in this political system of Democrats, because the two-party system is 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 really having trouble, and people are starting to see that. We're about to turn all into fucking Nazis here soon. I, know. <laughs> I think This is going to be a Nazi household, I think, which is... Isn't that still like a thing, like on the voting card? Is are you Republican, Democrat, Nazi? Like, no. is that's not anymore? I well, I, it I've never voted, so. Well, the big thing right now is. Well, I heard that was still a thing they, when, no, back when I was in high school. Like, you could still check as a fucking Nazi. We can write in whatever you want, but right now the idea is atheists. Like, they, they, like, they like to say like the extremists on the left which would be the Democratic side, more Democrats. Extremists on the left is more of your, like, like anarchists, like, no government, no establishment, socialists. We all, we all take care of each other. We all make the same amount. We all hug trees and smoke weed. More, more, those, those guys, the extremists on that side, you're going to find more hippies, more, like, smoking weed and, like, okay. just love everybody, man. And then on the right side, the extremists on that side, you're going to find more of the Nazis. And, and the, like, we, we all should have... AK-47s and rocket launchers and tanks. <laughs> well, like, that's that's where, like, what do you call me then? Because, like, I, I want my fucking gun. I I want my fucking gun right here. If, if somebody breaks in my fucking house, I want my fucking gun. I want the right to shoot that motherfucker. But, like, also, I want to love everybody at the same time. Yeah. No, and I... Like, so what do you, what do you call that party? Democratic there, there, party. There is no party for real people like you and me that really supports our interests. A lot of the parties, the Democratic and the Republican, the big ones, they use these interests of for people like you and me. They're like, yeah, we want our we want our guns, and we don't we don't want them taken away and stuff, um, and so we can protect our families. But we just want to love everyone. They use that to gain your support, and it's the same thing with like like pro pro That's... life or pro choice things like that. Like both parties are just using that to gain votes. But they That's... honestly, a lot of those guys right don't there. Right there, that's why I haven't ever fucking voted because there's there's not an exact person I can fucking vote for in that in that sense because I have a fucking gun five feet away from you, Jesse. But I love you. I I know you're not gonna fucking use that gun on me, but I still have it. I I want it there. I love Amanda. She's not gonna fucking use the gun on me. Like I I <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> so you think. <clears throat> I think you deserve a shot just because of that. 
<laughs> no, it's like I I I want my right to my fucking guns. They're my guns. I I bought them. I I use them. I don't use them on people. But I I also I I want to love everybody that I in, invite on this podcast, but you fucking piss me off. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, I see. Whoa, whoa now. That fucked up. That that's an extremist. No, I'm saying like um like you start fucking up shit in my house and you're not welcome here. There's a right to respect my property. Or there's a there's a right to defend my property. Right? Like if you just go fucking ape shit out of nowhere and start well, I would say, I would breaking say. shit. Like I I'm not saying you're going to do that, but I I have a right to use deadly force well when it comes to the guns, and the guns thing especially i tell a lot of people this because i am a gun owner and i i i, I, I did fuck up that whole situation just no, a second i i, 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 I it was like a tornado saying. of no, things but it, it slowly got to the point like where i was just no, like, I like well these conversations because we don't have to be super you don't have to be super pc with me i get what you're saying i do i'm not going to tear apart you on msnbc or fox news about dissecting oh you, thing you say i mean they can I, try I totally they can try what you say um I, I tell when it comes to the gun thing, especially I tell a lot of people I'm like, I'm like, like we need us to actually own guns responsibly and have permits and actually bought them legally and, and are registered and everything. It's 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 up to us when you see people like that that are like, like if there's a road altercation and you, you like I seen this with a kid in my apprenticeship class and I in the plumbers and steam fitters he almost got kicked out of plumbers and steam fitters because of this where like there's a road rage incident and. He got out and was like aggress like re- aggressing this kid, saying that you were being stupid like with your vehicle. And then he got so scared and like aggressive, he ended up pulling his gun out on this kid. And the kid ended up like he pulled his gun out on the kid, and the kid still like like and, and I think I think my the the classmate of mine threw the first punch, and that kid still like fucked him up. He still fucked him up until he was like like stiff, knocked out on the ground. And I told that dude straight in class after like three or four rotations of, of, of classes, because we went to class once every seven weeks for a full week. I finally was the one that turned to him and said like, hey man, you can't be doing that stuff because like there are political strings being pulled that like they want to act like they're going to take our guns or not take our guns, but it, it's just political hoopla from the both parties Jesus. that are just playing this shit. But it's up to us, the real working class people that actually own guns responsibly to smack the hands of people that own, other people that own guns, um, not to do stupid shit to give the uh, to give an opposing political party the right to try to restrict your guns or anything like that because like all it came down to for that kid was he was too scared to get his ass beat so he threw he he pulled out a gun like you only should be pulling out that gun if if your life is in danger yeah exactly like like not because your property is getting damaged not because someone looked at you wrong. I really feel that like a lot of people are just too scared to get their ass beat nowadays, so they pull out a gun right away, and then as soon as you pull out the gun, it becomes life or death situation. Um, yeah, and that's that's where the fucked up thing is. Like, um, like I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, some guy's breaking into my fucking house. I'm not in the mindset like I am after work to come and fight you on a daily basis. Like I'm, I just woke up. I'm fucking tired. I can't even fucking see straight because my contacts are fucked up. I'll grab my gun and I'll fucking. Like that's, that's not life or death, but it's. But it could be. Yeah, that's, that's it. Could lot. be. I don't. I don't see that guy's face, but like, I can't fucking physically fight him right now. My contacts are fucked up because I sleep in my contacts. 
I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm groggy. I'm tired, and somebody's. Your contacts are not fucked up enough to shoot. <laughs> my 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 big thing. Is... Well, they, I can see like shapes, but like I can't see if he's throwing a punch at me. It's dark. Like I can see shapes. No, and that's a home invasion. You know, if if that's what happens, like you got to do what you got to do. I'm gonna. It's a home invasion, but. It, overall i just tell people when it comes to, when know. it comes to like on the side of the road and i'm gonna fucking pull a or like in a fucking alleyway either way like i'm i'm just not gonna fucking pull a gun on somebody that's, just because of a fucking fight that's, that's but like I mean. when it comes to home invasion that's a different fucking and story that's i tell people that like i, I would like like it's iowa it, not it's texas nothing like, <laughs> like wanting to take guns away or anything like that it's just all I'd want to see is that people that get like our permit to carries like i have yep is, me too yep is just get the proper education uh, on when to use it, when's the right time to use it, when, like, get educated on it, and the people that are just getting it on these bullshit classes online, that, like, you watch I went to a guy's video. house, and I sat there for fucking four hours, and got my class with him. Yeah, you get, get educated properly. It was a, it was a guy my brother knew, and I told you about my brother, he's fucking, Power off. thank you, speaker, um, he's a, uh, vet, he's a army vet, and he he knew a guy, and like it, I didn't have to spend a shitload of money to go to a huge class or anything with a bunch of people. Like I went personally to this guy's house because my brother knew him, spent a few hours there, and I walked away with a certificate. But like I I learned a shitload of stuff. Like you you can't go across state lines to certain states with with a gun in your car, especially when it's loaded. You can't have one in the chamber while you're walking down the street mm-hmm. like and, and that's that's all I, I, I mean you can have it that's like that's like my only take on it is just like is just let's the law-abiding citizens to actually own it let's let's educate them all uh, uh, appropriately and let them know when the the proper time a lot when to identify when a life or death situation is there or when you're just scared because there's a lot of people i'm sorry I'm 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 at the same level as a lot of Republicans the same way like we, like we became a bunch of vaginas nowadays we we are we're just a bunch of pussies and a lot of people are scared to get their ass beat and they yank out a gun and it's like no man like like if you're getting broken in, in the middle of the night then that's the time to, to consider that gun but oh yeah but it's just it let's just educate our citizens on how to use it properly and 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 the people that are educated make it so they swap the hands of the people that are being stupid because those people are going to ruin it for us um but other as far as just we just need to be more responsible as a people and and i think i think the gun like the second amendment is never going to go away we're always going to kind of have Have you ever seen the jim jeffrey special about um gun control is it okay so he's a yeah he's okay so the comedian the gun control he talks about like um he talks about we we are a train going through society and the the normal people they control 90% of the train 5% of the train are level-minded people like us and the the front of the train the conductors the people doing it are <coughs> um the actual fanatical gun owners like i guess we're not fanatical but like we we know what we're doing with guns we're being safe for them the other the the second five percent are the people that are just like fuck 
so um, if you guys were wondering about what just happened with the footage, the camera died. So we had to put a new camera or new battery in the camera. We got talking about guns, and the NSA came in and said nope. <laughs> <laughs> it just killed my camera real quick. <coughs> so what I was saying. <laughs> real quick swear. there's like zzz, battery's dead fuck your podcast we're done um what i was saying was i don't even really remember like exactly where i was going with that whole train story it's like a train 90 percent of society is in the in the back side of it and then you have a five percent here are people that are just like they own guns. They want their guns. You're not going to fucking take them away from me. But the the front 5% is like me and you. They, they know how to use their guns safely. Don't take them away from me. And it's... The way Jim Jeffrey says it is... It's... Everybody should be allowed to drive their car as fast as they want. But... Sarah got drunk and she ran over a family. Thanks, Sarah. You ruined it for all of us. Or like Jonathan, he does does drugs like a fucking champion. We should all be allowed to take drugs. But Sarah fucking took drugs. She stabbed her fucking kids. Thanks a lot, Sarah. You fucked it up for everyone. Like it, it should be the same way about guns. That's how he describes it. And there's one person that has a gun and they decide to shoot up a fucking school. He fucks it up for everybody else. That's the way gun control should be. Like it's and people can just walk into a Walmart and buy a fucking rifle. There's no background checks. You can go there and buy a fucking rifle. There might be nowadays, but yeah, it's getting a little bit better. It's getting a little bit, not much. <laughs> but I just wanted to put my little two cents in there about gun control because I know that pisses my brother off and I know he doesn't watch my podcast, so fuck you. <laughs> and fuck you, Brock, for not being here. <laughs> We're still going back to Brock. Go fuck yourself, Brock. Do those feet with a fucking 10-inch barrel, dude. No, it's, it's, it's like I was saying a little bit earlier on our little break. Um, it's, it's just like a lot of issues like that. Um, the more that I talk to people, the more I knock on doors and talk to a lot of voters around here. A lot of regular, every working day class Americans and Iowans, we, we, we see eye to eye on a lot of issues. Can I ask you something real quick? Um, how far out of like range of Sheraton did you knock on people's doors and ask them to vote for you? Like, did you go to, like, to Des Moines or like? Oh, the the, the Senate district I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking about running in. It's 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 a big one. It, it ranges Lucas County, Wayne County, Decatur County. So it's only Clark like County. it's only like around us. I yeah, I, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was like you went up to like random people in Des Moines and was like, hey, you want to vote for me? Nope. This is all, this is all rural Iowa. Been knocking on doors. Oh, rural. Okay. Yeah. So so like like Osceola and, and Leon. Okay. Yeah. Just knocking on doors. Why the fuck do you knock on my door, bitch? You should have knocked on here. That's why I'm still like, man, I'm running because, like, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, if you don't, you can knock on my door anytime. If you don't have the special type of <laughs> you know, connections or, or, or help with 
the establishments. That's what I got you here for. I'm going to connect you out there. Or the right, you know, the, the establishment Democrats or the Republicans, and you don't have that money backing behind you and the resources, it's really, it's really tough to do. Just say jab, bro, once. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is. It's really rough to do, and that's, that's something I've been finding out, especially having my second daughter and just been at home and unemployed to stay at home dad just enjoying my kids and stuff but it just it takes a if, if you don't have the money then you got you got to get out there and talk to people go to meetings knock on doors get your face out there but even then it's still rough running that way because the other side um you know other other people that might be tied in with like like alec which american legislative legislative exchange council which is just a big council of of big businesses that a lot of Mm-hmm. Sorry, more Republican candidates get involved with, and they say that they make they they make uh, they make laws in conjunction with with senators, and and try to figure out a way to make laws that are going to help our economy grow via big business. But actually, all they do is like, hey, we're going to give you a ton of money, and uh, in return, you're going to just do what we want, what what our big businesses want. Like, no, no, but, go fuck yourself. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my fucking views on it and that's that's how and it's gonna be that, that's how i'm being but like if i if i continue to run this iowa senate my my the current sitting senator she's part of alec and stuff and she's part of that group and a lot of a lot of sitting senators in the iowa house is a part of that group where they just they just yeah whatever you need big business guys i'll just do what you want and pass whatever bills you want just keep writing me those campaign checks so i can so i can fund my campaign with with eighty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars, and pay myself to run for office and, and be set up, and but yeah, people like me that are actually wanting to fight for for working class people and wanting to get for actual done, like it, it's rights it's, and it's, shit. It's work. It's it's actual work. But one thing that I try really hard to show when I'm running for Iowa Senate is is show that even though I'm running as a Democrat, that we're not working class people. Real working class people. Doesn't matter what party you are on. We're not as far apart as pop, as what CNN and Fox News tells you that we are. We're not. We we are so we care about the same things. We care about each other. We care about seeing our kids and, and our society start to grow and mm-hmm. our small towns that are dying around here. We want to see them come back to life. We care about these things, but we're just being fed by our political party outlet news of what we need to do and this is what they're doing and they're being bastards and that's why we're just at each other's throats right now but if you actually have a real conversation like you and me are having and not debating just actually talking you find out that you have so much more in common we actually care about each other and we want to get through this together and that's all that i'm trying to show but it but just the way our political system is set up right now it takes money and (laughs) being poverty stricken stay at home dad I don't have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's been amazing. Like fucking, actually, like being able to hear about these political things lately because I've I've actually been asking myself a lot of questions about the political standby that I'm in. I I I don't even know what I really stand for, but like, I've been thinking about it lately and. Like the whole gun ownership thing you were talking about, um, the whole union thing you were talking to us about during uh, working out the other day, mm-hmm. which I want to hear a little bit about here in a second. Um, jobs are just being taken away from fucking people nowadays, and yeah, they are. and it's 
it's fucking ridiculous because we're just we're trying to fucking make our way and we can't even do that because we don't have the right fucking people making the moves that we have to and it's it's heartbreaking really in in our society especially in the United States we're so convinced that capitalism was always what the founding fathers want and i'm not saying that i'm a socialist or anarchist or anything like that so calm the fuck down there right wingers <laughs> that are in the comment section but what I'm saying is, like, the Founding Fathers didn't want us to be capitalist-based. Was capitalist is all about, well, we're going to have the big business guys, the job creators, be the ones that lead our economy. And right now, that's what we're doing. We're just bending to the will of these big business guys because they're hoarding all the money. And they Fuck have, you, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they're hoarding all the money and all the jobs, so we got to just bend to them and, and hold out our hands like, like Oliver Twist. And may I have some more, sir? And, and hope in the goodness of their hearts they help us out. Well, if you look in American history, especially at the labor movement, they've shown time and time again they're very irresponsible, and they're, when it comes to people's needs and profits, profits will supersede our needs. And that's why unions and, and, and everything rose to power in the early 1900s after a long, long, hard fought through the 1800s, early 1900s, was because that was the middle class's way to keep them in check. The unions actually formed the middle class. The labor movement did because that was our way to keep them in check. But this now we're slowly reverting back to the days of having big business just rule everything. And, and even, even there's a lot of unions out there that, and unions are a beautiful thing. I love the labor movement, love the unions. That's the reason why I'm not union anymore is because I'm too labor movement. Even for the I was always told not, not to join the union. That was from my uncle's standpoint because he – He's been working his ass off his whole fucking life and never never was with the union, but he's one of the best welders in Iowa. My Uncle Randy. I don't know if you've ever seen this fucking welding, but it's spectacular. Well, but he, he always told me, don't ever fucking join a union. But then you're telling me union's amazing. I don't know where I stand on union because I don't know the benefits from a union, but I know the benefits that my uncle has had. Well, let me cover that really fast. Uh, it's it's the the labor movement, and, and I always say the labor movement, not unions individually. I mean labor movement, the whole thing of working class people banding together, because that's ultimately what unions, the idea of what they were supposed to be and what they are supposed to be. They're not anymore. So much. Not anymore. But the idea is this is just a band of workers, and we're sticking together, and we're all all at once going to go to the employer and say this is what we want, because you're making this much money. And you're just hoarding the profits, and you're still like cost of living's going up, and we're more of a skilled trade here, and we're we're providing a service that you need to make money, so you need to give us our fair share, so we can continue to live, because that's the whole point. That's why we go to work every day. If you want a billion dollars from the from the Powerball, you're not going to go and hang pipe or hang iron or go work on cars. You're gonna go. You're gonna go buy cars. You're gonna go buy some fucking. But you're not, you're not pipe built fucking houses. You're there to earn a living to fund the time that you're not at work. That's the whole point of going to work. We all want to just contribute to society. I want to, I want to go to work and then come home and do this. Yeah, we want to do a fucking podcast right here. That's what I, I, I still have to pay for my fucking microphones that I have here. You know, like I'm, I'm 
That's that's what I fucking work for. That's, I'm paying for what I have here. That's the partnership. It's an equal partnership between the working class and the people that actually own the businesses. It says we're going to make you money so you can sit on your ass and collect a bunch of money, and but in return of contributing to society and providing something towards society, working forty hours a week, we want to be able to go home and enjoy our families because that's the whole reason why we're at work is to carry insurance and and take care of our families and enjoy our friends and and enjoy our lives. Um, and the labor movement was just such a beautiful thing for a long time and, and, and did so good but you know it's, it's been a fight and a struggle even, even when they rose to power and fighting the powers that be but even when they got to the point like in the 50s when one out of three working class people were union that the powers that be that were fighting from the very beginning just started funding money towards senators and, and, and representatives to make laws that would, that would cripple unions like right to work Right, right to work sounds good on like on the bill, the head of the bill, right to work. But actually, all it does is it prevents shops from being exclusively union. And then now you're in a union shop, and you went through a union apprenticeship, and you put in the work, and you skill, you became skilled in that trade. But now you're working alongside someone else that is not union, and and got to come in and get the same benefits that your union fought for. But yet he doesn't have to, uh, now with a few other uh, court rulings he doesn't have to pay any union dues and just get to enjoy the same benefits that you and your brothers and sisters went on strike for for weeks and months and your family starved for. But a lot of the issues that I found when I was working union was not with the brothers and sisters. Oh God, I loved the brotherhood of it. I loved it. I loved. I, I believed in it so much. It was. It was a lot of the leadership just believed that the only like they, they, they're so convinced the only way that we're going to survive is to kind of sorry I'm not going to be super PC here but suck the dick of the contractors and the employees oh it's not PG here you can know, say whatever you want to part of a politician I'm supposed to be somewhat PC but that's part of my politics I don't think I don't think I'm not PC I don't think the politicians are watching my podcast <laughs> I don't think so surprised what they dig in they go to dig in when they're trying to find stuff against you when they're playing dirty well but, um, that, that's the, at least it was it was in there that you were not BPG. <laughs> but that's the idea is they think that like they're so convinced that we have to suck the dick of the contractor and they have to like business agents and stuff and people that are in the le- leadership that are unions not all of them but a big chunk of them they just think they have to play ball with these contractors and make nice with them and be business partners so they're convinced that they they're being partners with these contractors so they can sit at the same table because they're business partners and then when you when you have someone like me that was on the job site, and if we had contractors not abiding by the by the contract, that something that our past our past predecessors that fought for this contract actually went on strike for, and and starved for, and bled for, and died for to get. When I see that it's not being honored, and I go back to my union hall and say, hey, this contractor is not, you know, he's not giving us enough break time. He's not given us overtime pay he's not or he's given our work that's supposed to be for the pipe fitters to the to the millwrights or the you know the iron workers or whatever sometimes mm-hmm. they do that just different trades um and then they're just like oh i don't know what to tell you like sorry like we don't we want to piss off this contractor because we just got them to sign the contract so we i don't know what to tell you and at the same time it's not always all it's not like i'm not saying it's all the fault of the of the local leadership because there's a lot of times you'll read news stories like there was a iron worker local in, in New York and the unions in the big cities are the strongest. And, and they together, the local said, you know, you know, the contract came up 
and now it's okay, well, now we need to renegotiate that contract. And the contractors have been making a lot of money after the recession. Recession ended, and now they're making a lot of money. And then the, the skilled workers are like, the iron workers are like, hey, you know, you need to pay your fair share. Like, we've only been making still this same amount when it was recession time. It's not recession time anymore. You need to pay your fair share. Contractors, of course, always like, no, no, we're not going to do that. So they go on strike. And then it's like they made a lot of laws against unions in the last 50, 60 years. So, like, we legally only can go on strike at, during contract time and we only can go on strike for, like, maybe two weeks at a time before. Arbit- arbit- you can only arbit- refuse to do shit at a certain time. Yeah. yeah. That's that's fucked like up. illegal because when you that's, – That's fucked up. If, if everybody joins together and says, I don't want to fucking do this – it shouldn't matter when it is. Like, no, I'm fucking done. Yeah, because you're wor- you're working at this job and your free will, right? We're not yeah. slaves here. So if the workers get together and say, no, we're not doing this. We're withholding our labor because you're... Oh, let's wait. Not, let's wait fucking one. two weeks until we're allowed to say that. Yeah, no, wait, go wait, fuck wait, yourself. No, wait three years for the contract to get up and then try to get something done. I was just making it at a shorter time period. Yeah, but this but is like, how it really works. Like, you wait for the contract to end and then you have two weeks to get it done. And then if it doesn't nothing a deal doesn't get reached within these two weeks and this is mainly like trade unions like like the actual skilled trade unions how they work and within like that two weeks if nothing gets solved then you start going through arbitration and and actual like sitting with lawyers and stuff and then if it doesn't get solved within another few days then the international usually come the international union will come let's and the international like in new york this is exactly what happened the local said no we're gonna wait for a little bit till these contractors actually give their fair share and the international just walked right in, and they said, well, no, you guys need to go back to work. And the local's like, no, we agreed as a whole that we're not going to. And the international's like, okay, BA, business agent that runs this union, you're fired. The e-board that also runs this union, you guys are all fucking fired. Go back work in, in the field and uh, and sign the contract for them. And then sign the contract for the workers without the workers' consent, just so they get back to work paying dues. There was one thing I wanted to touch on. Um, the other day when we were sparring, you – because we kind of release our anger a little bit and we just talk about stuff. And um, you said that when you started to run for Senate, you asked your union workers to vote for you and you sa- and they fucking said no. Well, the workers said yes. So, the worker, my I mean, I, I didn't mean the workers. Yeah. I didn't mean the workers. I but always, I need, I always got to make that abundantly clear. The brothers and the sisters. I didn't mean that. Total support. Um, you, you went to your like supervisors or, um, the leadership. The leadership. And union. they said no. Well, they said and you said, us. fuck you. No, they said, they said yeah. right? No, they said, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll help you out, sure. But then when push came to shove, like uh, I was I was just a second year moving in my third year of apprenticeship, so I still didn't technically have a voice at the union meetings. So I couldn't get up on the microphone and tell everyone that I was running. I had to tell them individually outside. But like it was like five, six union meetings in. No one said, like, the leadership never brought it up once. I tried to hang posters around the union hall when I was at apprenticeship. They would get torn back down. I tried to, like, if I needed to step off to the side. So, really, you thought you were in a brothership and, like, really, like, I mean, not a, with your brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I get that. But, like, you were in a union-based place and, like, everybody's supposed to help you. But, like, really, like, yeah, they don't give a fuck. The, guy, the guys that were elected to care the most that were don't give a fuck at all. 
because I know they have their own reasons for why they believe we have to keep this on the low key. We got to keep it. We got to survive is their mindset. We just got to do what we can so we can keep working, so we can keep things going. And these these contractors with the laws in place got us by the ball. So we just got to play. We got to play ball. That's our mindset. But I'm sitting there trying to explain to them that this whole little well, we just got to survive. Is killing us slowly, and I'm it's I'm not joining. Us fast anymore, just killing us even and, slower. And now. I'm joining fucking Senate to help us out. Things. I'm trying to fucking help us out, and you guys won't even fucking yeah. help me out to help you guys out. That's what I was. Go saying. fuck yourselves. No, that's that's exactly what I was saying. I, I said that to the, the president one day, and I'm just when when I wanted to leave, because like I couldn't even step off when in the middle of class when I was being an apprenticeship. And I'd pick my moments. I'd pick my moments. I wouldn't do it when it was inconvenient. I would do it when, like, when there wasn't anything going on. I'd ask if I could step off to the side and send an email or make a phone call, which hardly ever happened. And they would tell me, no, no, we can't do that for you because we have to do that for the rest of the students. And I had to explain this to my president one day when I wanted to leave, like, an hour early at the last day of – one of the last days of the week for – Because school. I have a Senate meeting. No, no or, because I had a, I had a meeting with uh, – With the president with, well, of the United States. No, with Cory <laughs> I had a, I, had a, I was going to get a one-on-one with Cory Booker because one of my uh, senior advisors had him at his ha- at her house. So she was, that was one of the things she wanted to do. She wanted to get me and Cory Booker in the same room because I wanted to, to take advantage of, of the Iowa caucuses and work with these, these, uh, gov- these uh, like senators and everyone running for president and try to work together with them in conjunction so I could, you know, Work, work with them, get their pe- get people for them. Why they come down to Lucas County and stuff, and then get uh, help them help me with ra- name recognition. Get me on the same stage with them. And when I told them that, they told me no. They're like, "Well, apprenticeships first. We got you, you need to fucking finish." And really? I was just asking for the last hour of the last week, and I had to look at the president, and he he's like, "Well, what's the point of you running for Senate? Like, what would that even do if you got it?" And I just stopped and stopped and looked at him. I was like, "Are you seriously asking what me?" A union member, a union brother, being pro labor, could do for us in the Iowa Senate with a bunch of senators that are coming after uh, union and labor, the labor movement here in Iowa. What that could do for us? Are you serious? And they just they they were so convinced that being a working apprentice paying dues and being a good little worker was way better than someone getting in the Iowa Senate and actually making some changes. So I, I yeah I eventually got to the point where I like I had a meeting with the apprenticeship board. Because they started getting me in trouble for little stuff like showing up a minute late here and there, and I just, I just said, you know what, fuck this, I'm gone, I'm done, I gotta go, I'm sticking to my guns. You had me tense throughout the entire conversation. I know, so and I'm, that's why I don't like to cover this type of stuff too much. I, <laughs> do, I get tense, just I get pissed off thinking about this stuff. Should we go back to fucking over Brock yeah, for a little bit? Oh, and then we'll go back to the audio stuff. We'll be right back after this next commercial break, and then we're going straight to audio right afterwards. Are you done? what it would sound like if you brought a person on that had butterscotch candy. (laughs) (laughs) You want any hard candy, very young one? (laughs) Are you done? Yeah, I think I am. You've been doing that for 10 minutes now. (laughs) I don't even have a butterscotch candy. (laughs) I have other candies. If if it it makes it sound any better. We were back after that commercial break, and it got weird for a second because, like, that that noise just started getting 
<laughs> it just it just started and it just it ruined the vibe of the advertisement. <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> no, so we're gonna go back to shitting on Brock because like he's he's not here and he's never been on this podcast and I've 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 thought about asking him to be here, but um I I realized like he. He stopped tagging me and stuff on Facebook. Like, I never got... Like, it was every day. Like, I got a notification from Brock. And... I never get tagged and stuff. I'm sorry. I tagged you and stuff. I tagged you and... I tagged you in a post the other day. No, it's okay. I get working and stuff. I, I'm not very proactive on Facebook. But, like, sometimes. you know, fuck Brock. Like, <laughs> like he didn't... He hasn't tagged me and stuff for a while. And, like, the other day I got a tag from him, but it was not that funny. Like, not... At least we know there's going to be one person that And you know what? Like, normally, like, it's when I I see something that Brock tagged, like, Shay in, I'm just like, all right, cool. And I look at it, and, like, he tagged 14 fucking people. I wasn't one of them. I'm just like, go fuck yourself, dude. Well, it like, wasn't relevant to you. So I, I, stopped, I stopped tagging him and stuff. That's why he didn't get asked to be on this podcast. Yeah, I <laughs> I fucking hate Facebook. Like it's 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 a waste of my time. Literally, like I'll sit there for forty minutes on fucking Facebook, and I'll just look at funny shit. Like I, I know that's all I use it for: funny videos and, pol- and political news. But other than that, like I, I tell people all the time, I, I feel like our social media has gone backwards. Like now we went from Facebook and then Twitter and more Instagram, but it's like. It should have started off with Instagram, Twitter, then to Facebook, and then MySpace. We should be on MySpace right now because MySpace was the shit. MySpace was fucking amazing. It was great. Let's bring back fucking Tom. <laughs> well, maybe not Tom. Fuck Tom. <laughs> well, Tom was instantly a friend with everybody. That's how he got fucking famous. <laughs> Real quick, that one fucking picture of him writing on a whiteboard. That was a way how you could kind of like tell everyone, like, fuck you and your top friend things because like you, you readjust your I deleted Tom people get pissed off that they're not in your top friends or you readjust them and they're not in there and it's like finally you just put just Tom in your top friends because you're like I'm, I'm done with this it's like Tom and a cousin or something that passed away and then that's it none of you guys are getting my top friends I'm tired for, about it you know what for a while when like MySpace like first came out you could um, you could delete Tom like when I when I very first had a Facebook, I I deleted Tom right away. I was like, I don't fucking know this guy. Why is he my fucking friend? I didn't know the whole backstory. Like he made fucking Facebook or uh, made MySpace, and I deleted him. And then like two years later, if you deleted Tom, your Facebook or your fucking MySpace, fucking Facebook, fucking fucking my shit up. No, your fucking MySpace was just. If you deleted Tom, that was like you deleting your MySpace. It was just psh, like. Was that so bad? I mean, like everyone thought. No, after a while, like Tom, Tom was the shit because apparently, if you delete him, you delete your fucking MySpace. Well, that's what like, like everyone thought Tom was so bad, but it's like worst case scenario, like you just had Tom and your friends, and like he had the same, like he didn't do much on MySpace. He had the same fucking profile picture to the very end. Yeah, he had fifty-eight million mutual friends with you. And now you have fucking like, Zuckerberg that fucking like. Doesn't care if you're his friend or not, but is gonna spy on your shit. And <laughs> apparently, like, I guess, like, he's working with like the and fucking so, CIA. Yeah, like so the whole fucking, 
You know what? Like I've. Oh fuck yeah! Like yeah, fucking Facebook. Facebook fucking sucks, dude. Like you can't make your own background and shit. Like Amanda was saying. Cool, coolchaser.com. I used to go on that shit all the fucking time. Come up with a new background every fucking week. Yeah, the song. I love. I love the song. You can make your own play. You can make your own playlist on your fucking like. You can like this is the songs I'm listening to. Like you make your own fucking playlist. You can put like your fu- the video you're watching constantly on your fucking profile. You can put all this fucking crazy bullshit. Bring back MySpace. I love the music aspect of it because like you didn't have to make a fucking special status to show and, that, that you're like, hey, fuck my dad. You don't have to do that and air out your dirty laundry with words. You can just put on a song that's like, fuck my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fucking MySpace like, fuck is. My MySpace is the shit. Sorry, and that's <laughs> all right. It's all right. We can we can bring daddy issues on this fucking channel. That's what all this no, alcohol no, is here good. for. Oh, that's mine. We're good. <laughs> no, that's what the, all this alcohol is here for. That's that's a girl problem though. That's all right. But like, no, like you could. Like, what are you saying? What the fuck? Tell me, yeah, tell me that again next sparring day. <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, it's. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. No, it's um. With fucking MySpace, it's it's just fucking ridiculous. I like, we. Did you say anyways, by the way. I don't think so. I didn't catch it. I'll Ring the bell go. if you want I'll to. Let it go. You're getting up there. I'll R- let it go. Ring the bell if you want to. No, I'll let it go. I don't you're care. Getting up there. We're getting close to the audio only, so it's all right. <laughs> but you're getting up there, so I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> How about you just take one with me? How about that? No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um. The thing with MySpace and Facebook, like Facebook, like you, you share like gifs or gifs if you're a fucking asshole. I love gifs. I think they're gifs, but if you say gifs, you're apparently you're a fucking asshole because I got called that one time at the bar. An like I was like, or a GIF? I got called an asshole because I called it. A, asshole. <laughs> I, I call. I got called an asshole because I said gif. And I was I went to go show a random person I I don't know this man, and I was like, "Hey, look at this GIF I just seen the other day." Blah blah blah. Like, it was just I was sitting at the bar waiting for a drink, and I was just casually talking to this guy, and I was like, "Oh, just look at this GIF I seen the other day." And he's like, "Did you say GIF? It's fucking GIF." And I was like, "All right, well, <laughs> that's good to know." And he's like, "No, like it's fucking GIF." Like he that fucking guy got angry over it, and I was like. Really, man? Like it's it's fucking internet. Like, are you fucking that serious about it? <laughs> like, oh, I love people like that. I love to like reverse troll them and be like, oh, oh, just looking around. What are you looking around for? Oh, the guy with your fucking trophy, you fucking grammar Nazi. Like, I'm just looking around for your your trophy that you just like had to jump in this conversation and, that did not pertain to you. And you know what? I I got back in the conversation because I looked it up. It's generated. Is the first G. I don't know the rest of it, but image. generated image, fuck, or something like that. Um, <laughs> but like it's J GIF. And that guy said so that guy was you. that guy. Oh, that fucking guy! Like, and he was like, "It's fucking GIF." And I was like, "No, it's." Oh, I I wasn't trying to defend myself. I was just like, "Whatever, dude. Like, that's fine." Like, I'm just trying to get a drink. Like, whatever. But 
he was just fucking freaking out like it was he was trying to fucking fight me over a fucking word that was the one of the most insane fucking things ever I didn't even finish my whole conversation about fucking Facebook because I just remembered that and it was showing up to the soup kitchen we'll be able to take care of people like that that get upset about GFs and GFs I was just I was just trying to talk to the guy (laughs) like and I was just trying to show him a funny gif and funny gif Conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's a moving gift. Yeah, there you go. It's a fucking fist in the face. Well, <laughs> gifts, gift gifs move anyways, but. Shot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, our producer, Amanda, for calling that out. Because that would have. That yeah, she did. You want to do one with me? No. <laughs> How many times have you said no this time? I don't know. More times than I've said my word. <laughs> you came up with this idea just to fuck me up, didn't you? I didn't make the words. I even like talk shit on Amanda. But you, so you came up with the idea though, and you knew like whatever word you got drawn, you're like, I ain't saying that fucking word. I'm fine. No, I would have been fucked if it would have been fuck. I would have been fucking fucked. <laughs> but... Goddamn number three. That was just the fucked us up. I'll take a shot with you. Amanda was smart. She would have made all of them fuck. <laughs> oh, you rolled a one. That's fuck. You rolled a three. That's fuck. Yeah, like if that would have been the fucking most funniest thing ever. We would have been fucking fucked, fucked on that one. <laughs> I would have had to find a different fucking word. Anyways, about the fucking MySpace Facebook situation. How I'll just take a drink for a second. Because you said anyways again. Anyways, about the MySpace fucking... Anywho, about the MySpace Facebook situation. Jay might have to find Ricky after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, good luck. I'm going to be at my mom's house. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, that's an a Facebook incident. Yeah. Um, like Facebook, you can just, um, just write some shit, uh, share a picture, share a funny meme, whatever. But... MySpace, you can make all your own crazy bullshit. You can do so much shit with MySpace. Why did it... I don't understand why it fucking died is the thing. Because, like, Facebook's not any better. I mean, like, it's... I I see a lot of funny shit on Facebook. Like, I've been on Facebook for nine years now. And... because I, I mean, Facebook is around for a while, but, like, I, re- I refuse to get one because I was like, I don't want to fucking feed into that shit. It's fucking bullshit. Like... I have ironically at the beginning that's when you should have got into this when it was still cool without fucking people spying on you and the government knowing what you're doing what you're shopping for. yeah but like it's it's <laughs> fucking now it's just all fucking and now like if I'm I'm fucking the other day I was I was talking about fucking butt plugs one day and then all of a sudden wish pops up three dollars for fifteen fucking I was like no like it was the rock sign under my wish account. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I wasn't ever fucking talking about butt plugs. That's that was a lie. But like, I was like, it's just fucking random things. Like, I'll I'll be talking about wine, and all of a sudden, like Iowa wine pops up on my wish, oh, yeah. or like Iowa wine distillery pops up, like, or like I'm. 
fucking I'm I could be talking about paper towels, dude, and like you can get five thousand rolls of paper towels on Wish for four dollars. I'm just like Jesus Christ, really? Like it, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Well, like the, the, the problem that's and it it's fucking weird. The, 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 the problem that's happening with that shit is the same problem that we're having like when you go work somewhere and you get employed. Like when you go somewhere new, sign up for a new social media, you get a new job, they give you a big fucking list of terms and conditions and you have to accept that motherfucker and no one reads that motherfucker. Man, I remember South Park made fun of that whole episode because Kyle didn't read the terms and conditions and everyone says they do, but they really don't. And and in those terms and conditions, it, it like it, that's where it's it's in the fine print that like you agree to give your information up, and it's the same thing with like when you work somewhere, you agree to like give away your God-given constitutional rights in order just to work here because you choose to sign up for Facebook, you choose to work here, so you choose to sign up, you choose to give away your rights and give away this to us, or the intellectual property of knowing what you're looking into and stuff. So Speaking of the terms and conditions. Stuff. And you I've, have to agree to it, otherwise you don't get to use the product. I've read the terms and conditions one time, ever. God help you, I've never read them. <laughs> I've, I've read them one time, ever. And I swear to God, this is the fucking truth. Don't do this shit anymore, but I used to fucking pirate music and pirate movies. Used to. Don't anymore. Have to say that legally. Pirate. Or pirate. Pirate. I used to pirate. I was a movie slash song pirate. That's that's how the fucking saying came about, though. You were stealing music and movies, just like a pirate would steal treasure. So it's pirate, but it's you're a movie pirate. Yeah, and all you were doing was sharing. Just... No, I didn't. I didn't share a shit. I. No, well, that's I what it was. It was file sharing. Yeah. The yeah, I that. I did that. I got a fucking envelope in the fucking mail, and it said. From this IP address, whatever long fucking number, which was my internet address, it was addressed to me. Oh, was were you, did you have MediaCom? They're really good about catching that stuff. Uh, I don't know. It came in a black envelope oh, with a government with a government seal oh. on the fucking envelope, and it was black. <laughs> like it was. It said addressed to Ricky Broxma. If you don't delete, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say what movie it was. I'll tell you later. In the audio-only no version. Deniability. I don't want it. That's fine. But it said, if you do not delete said video, you will face up to... I will in a second. If you do not delete said video it you will pay a fine of $250,000 and or 5 years in prison mm-hmm. i was like 15 at the time it was scary shit to me i was fucking terrified and um like a year afterwards like i was i was still only doing music i wasn't doing movies anymore at all i was just doing music i got another fucking letter same fucking way black envelope government seal addressed to me same IP address and it said the same thing but it only was albums this time yeah I, I, 
and it it scared the fuck out of me. As soon as you got your first letter, you needed to like get some get with someone that knew shit about computers so they could scramble your IP address, get a new Tor browser, and get and, and get they learn the ins and outs because as soon as they have your number once, they they don't have to watch you. They I know, but have like a computer that watches you. <laughs> I I I deleted it and. I thought that was fine. That was cool. Like I was still like downloading music to my my uh, my iPod, and everything was cool. Like we're doing good for like a year. Got another fucking letter, and I fucking I was like, I know what this fucking says. I deleted those things they listed on there, and that was fine. And none of this is an admission of guilt. This is a hypothetical conversation. Continue. <laughs> I did what they told me to. <laughs> Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> but like still, like it's the that computer's long gone. It's burnt. It's it nothing none of that ever happened. It was all in my head. Did it really get burnt? Actually, yes. In my fucking dreams it did. But yeah, it's it's I don't know where I was going with that story, but it was it was fucking it was fucked up. That's, I was going with it because of the whole fucking Facebook situation, like where they randomly like you're you're talking about one thing and then all of a sudden it fucking pops up on your fucking wish. You want to buy this from Wish? <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I was never talking about butt plugs. Still. We can we can listen to your fucking life. It's 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 the new it's the new uh, frontier of of like it's the it's in the, it's the new it's the new goal is information is they want they want data of user information and you agree to use that and that's what's going on. And that that's we uh, you agree for us to look through your camera and listen to what you're talking about. And this and that bullshit. Like, yeah. nobody ever fucking reads it. And I've read it one time. And that was, like, ten years ago when I fucking bought iTunes. And iTunes was simple back then. Well, that's why they're coming after it so hard, especially, like, the last election. Because it's, it's become political now. Especially, once again, I'm not coming after Republicans more individually than Democrats. But, because Democrats do it too. But a lot of the Republicans industries, because, like, the Trump campaign did this a lot was they, they started to buy that information and they started to have big um, firms that that's all they did was work in conjunction with Facebook and Google and took that information of people that might lean more right or lean more middle and then they and then they resupply information with you on your news feed of things that they think will push you in that direction. And that's why like I tell a lot of people it's if you get your news from Facebook it's so imperative that you look at left-leaning and right-leaning news uh, news or, or, or articles, not ones that are way left or way right that it's, that's false, but like just try to look at CNN and Fox News, MSNBC and Fox News because there's no more than Fox News for the right. <laughs> but try to look at both so you get so you get both sides and, and use your brain to kind of sift out the bullshit because if you only look at more left-leaning news, they're just going to keep giving you left-leaning stuff. And you're gonna get fed all this bullshit that that is so far left leaning. It's ridiculous. Like I have a lot of friends on my Facebook that I had to block their news feed 
just because they 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 look at like like a leaning right news news websites that are so out there like they they used to say like Obama's a straight up terrorist here's a picture of him with a with a with a head wrap and sitting with Osama it's like I think that's shit. a lot of it. A lot of it's fucking Photoshop too. Oh like, yeah, it's, it's garbage. I, but that, I if don't you look into that shit too much, and you don't like correct yourself and sift through the bullshit. That's all you'll get. You'll start getting that. And you know what? Like the whole fucking thing about Barack Obama. Like there, there were so many fucking like the second he got in office, like there was fucking terrorist complaints real fucking quick. Like you think there's gonna be somebody to go through all that fucking trouble as a fucking terrorist to? fucking blow up the fucking country oh, like it was, it was, and and the fact that his middle name is Hussein like that's a fucking common name when your family comes from that culture you know like he's from fucking Hawaii and, oh, you know like and I tell people all the time I'm like Barack Obama wasn't perfect at all and I, I don't sit there and say and he was no fucking like no man. fucking president is I, either I had problems with his administration I did and what the, some of the things he did like built It's it's like, it's like they, they said like yeah he wasn't born in America and they just it's like someone just said it, they just said it like just saying it out spouting it off like on, like on like Bill O'Reilly or fucking or uh, Rush Limbaugh show where they just spout off crazy shit and they just said it and then people kept repeating it over and over again until like they they were just telling each other that and then eventually became like fact. Oh, like he absolutely. Because he because well, I heard it somewhere so it must be true. And that's what I, <laughs> Like, I don't think the left is perfect. I don't think the right's perfect. I, I don't think one's better than the other at all. But I try my best to hold up a mirror to both sides when they're like, well, like, well, look what the Democrats are doing. They're doing this, this, and this. And, and they lied about this. And they're saying these falsehoods. And they're just not being truthful. And I'll be like, well, do you remember what you guys did like four years ago and what you guys were believing? <laughs> like, you guys got to look at yourselves and, 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 and realize, like, there's a big fucking pot of shit and it's just we're all in the same pot and being stirred by the same spoon <laughs> well Jesse I want to say that I love that you're here on my podcast we're not done because if you have enjoyed this podcast which you better have and subscribed <laughs> as as you've been told earlier um the only way to hear this next part is go follow the link below this video and subscribe to the or follow the Spotify account that it's going to be on. Yeah, and thank you for having me, man. I, I love coming and just talking, shooting the shit with my friends and stuff. And I love it. I'm I'm so glad you've came and joined me. And so. I always fuck Brock. So. Yeah, go fuck Brock. We guys will see you next week. Welcome to the audio only version of the countertop podcast this is the first time i've ever done an audio only version which i'm actually really excited about this because this is going to be the first one on spotify oh my gosh i'm, I'm stoked you don't even have to look that good right now because they only can hear our voices right oh absolutely there's not going to be any video with this so um i i saved this i wrote this down last night because amanda told me about this story last night and I, I have to ask about it because obviously it's well it's it's not really a story. It's it's just like a random funny thing, but it was it was really funny to me and I, I wanted to ask you about it to see if you remembered because she said that I, I don't know if 
he remembers this because ten years of brain damage, but uh, yeah, like, that's an open book. Yeah, so um, when she was at prom, I think is what she, winter formal. Winter formal. Okay. Winterfest. Winterfest. It was Winterfest. Yeah. So um, I guess she was. She was looking pretty, like always. And it's going to be hard to remember because I'm usually getting my groove on at these dances. Not drunk, just and, to get my groove on. And I guessed uh, you got on your knees and sl- right. and slow danced with her because you were going to be her height. Amanda, will you tell the story? Will you come over here and tell the story for me? All I'm saying is that at, fuck, it was like winter formal. And it was the first winter formal. I was... I went to come here. to a microphone, please. No, it was it was winter formal. It was like the first winter formal I went to since I moved here, and it wasn't even. I just want to ask you if you remember or not. Jesse was as tall as ever. Oh yeah, like, still I, I, really tall. I, I don't I don't remember if we actually danced, but like oh, he just like he just like fucking got down like on his knees and we he was just like barely less tall than me, and that's all I remember. <laughs> You slow dance with my girlfriend, bro? <laughs> I, was just, I don't think it was like a slow dance. <coughs> I don't think we danced at all. Like, I think you just oh, like... Oh, no, we probably danced because this is where the part I don't want you to be hurt. So I don't remember that in particular dance, but I did that a lot. <laughs> it's tall, not It's tall. not just her. As you can tell, I'm tall as shit. And there was oh, 6'5". Really like... Yeah, most girls are short to you, I think. And that was my thing when I went to dances and stuff. I, I love dancing with my friends that like just didn't, aren't, I, I want to say didn't like, didn't like to be out there, but just like, they're not, they're not ones to like, oh, and they I don't just, feel invited to go out and dance as much, so I try my best to like bring them into the party. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. And I dance with them. Amanda was a you know, she was one of my. She was a newer friend since since mm-hmm. it was her first winter formal since she moved there. But like, she was still a friend, and and, and I tried so I, really hard to like get them into it while yeah, and, and share my zany energy. And that's probably why he did it too, because I was very very shy. At I I did want to know like how, because at first like when I because I I came to uh, training first thing like I I showed up there right after work and Amanda had to work till seven that night. And she called me right when she got off work. And I was like, oh, I'm over at Jesse's. I, I'm, And I was like, you can come over. And you're like, who the fuck is her? <laughs> like, I don't. I was like, her name's Amanda. I'm, I'm sure you know her. She works over at Casey's on uh, Main. And that's because you, yeah. It was just, and then. It was just Amanda. And I'm like, oh, I know a few. <laughs> and I was like, Amanda Valines. And you're like, nope, not ringing any bells. And I was like, I'm, I'm sure you'll recognize her. And. She walked in the door and you're like, hey, you. And she's like, what's up, stranger? I've never met ever. And I was like, wait a second. Okay, so then I got kind of lost. Like, so tell me. Had a little... Yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, so I was like, wait a second. So where where exactly did you guys meet? And since you guys are only listening now, I'm currently about to take a shot because I got the bell rung on my fucking face. So, tell me the story of how you guys met. Like, what's... You guys' somewhat friendship, how you guys have known each other a little bit. School? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Besides no, we school, went, like, we well, you got a slow dance, dance, apparently, so. I didn't say we slow danced. I don't even think we actually danced. He knee danced. You actual danced. He probably just, like, leaned. He probably leaned from one knee to the other, and I probably was just laughed awkwardly because I was like, I don't know how to talk to people. And this tall guy just fucking got on his knees in front of me. Are you going to propose? That's what I'm saying. So since <laughs> So since um you never actually took a shot during the actual video podcast, can you You did a good job. You did a fucking good job. So can you take one during the audio podcast? Just say jab once. It did help that part of the podcast though was him not fucking saying anything. Which I'm not even I should probably just I'm just hanging out because I don't have to be in front of the camera anymore. I'm not even part of the podcast. <laughs> your words can be in the background. I can hook up your mic real quick. It can be a three-person audio podcast, but two-person visual podcast. <laughs> I'm only just hanging up just out here. jabbering away. Oh, it's it's, and this is my first time ever doing like the audio only, so I'm actually really excited about it. And you don't have to worry about like. You can only find this on Spotify. You can only find the audio only on Spotify. (laughs) You can get Spotify on. Oh, I know you can, but fucking Apple users. You know what? My first podcast is on fucking Apple Podcasts, so. No, but I, I don't. I don't think there was any particular moment that I'm just like, oh, hey there, girl, I haven't seen before. You just grab like short girls, and you're like, hey, I'll dance with you. <laughs> no, I just. <sighs> I think we had class, and maybe like had mutual friends because, yeah. like, you know, he was friends with Timmy, I was friends with Timmy, like. So it wasn't like a no. great friendship. I didn't know. No, I don't know. I was just kind of curious. Like, hung out all the fucking time, but like we knew each other, and we were like fucking. I was, I was friends with everyone in high school, and I'm one of those people that, like, I don't want to say that I peaked in high school, but I really had a good time in high school, especially the first two years. Can we talk about the fucking, yeah, that was probably the big the fight I in high school? Too. Can we yeah. talk about that on the audio only? Yeah, what do you want to know about it, I guess? Ten years later, still following me around, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know about it? Tell me like you haven't told me before. Because I know, I know about it, but... The viewers slash listeners don't know about it. What particularly do you want to know about it? Tell me from the fucking beginning. Like, okay. what was going on well, up until then? A long time ago. Like I said, a long time ago, like 10 years. Um, I was in high school. Um, I didn't have a very good home life. I didn't. So I would always seek seek to find find relationships and by the way time. don't don't say names no, we're not no. gonna say names okay but we're good I, I seek to have a good time in high school with my social life and 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 where i really got out of my frustration was uh lifting weights and and weightlifting was where i really started to to find my zone and that's when i just i just started to get mma and stuff so I, I haven't found that as an outlet quite yet but i was just lifting weights getting into it um it's like my my sophomore year the first first semester of my sophomore year I remember that I just I had, I had an issue with someone and this is a different guy 
had an issue with someone in all semester long. Like, this is what this is the thing that bothers me about a lot of bullies nowadays is like they're not to your face. It's not like confrontational like you see in the movies. It's always they, over the fucking internet, which is over the internet behind your back. It's never. Yep. It, and, and I was raised old school, and I've been in a million fights up up to this point in my life. So it wasn't anything to me to be like like walk up to someone and be like, you have a fucking problem. But like they always did behind the behind the back shit. Like I would go lift my weights, uh, go to bench or something, and I turn my back for a little bit, go bench again, and then one of the plates on my bench would be taken off. And then, or or or, or medicine ball would just find its way thrown at me, bouncing towards me, and then I see a group of those fucking douchebags just sitting there in the corner laughing. And then I, I got to the point where I started confronting this kid, and it was just all semester long, little things like this, not big enough things to like. That's what they do. They do just little things, so it's not big enough for you to fucking get mad and throw a scene because then you're the asshole. So I got to the point where. Like, I remember one day I even, like, turned him around in the lunch line, this first guy, because he'd stand next to me and talking shit about me with his back towards me. And I finally just turned him around. And I'm like, do you got a fucking problem? Like, do you, do you want to meet up after school? And he was just like, don't touch me, bro. And fucking, fucking turn back around. I'm like, no, fuck you, motherfucker. But it, it got to, it, it was building up to a climax, this guy. He was, I think he was a, a uh, he was a senior when I was a sophomore, this guy was. And, uh. That semester ended, and we finally, like, he got put in another class, another another strength training class, and I got put in another, so I didn't have to see him, and I thought it was fine. But the problem is, is this other kid, the thing that was the big thing that happened, he kind of picked off, picked up right where this other kid left off. Like, taking weights off my bench when I wasn't looking, right before I started to fucking go bench, and then the whole thing would go sideways, medicine balls flying at me talking shit to all of his little friends in the corner loud enough so I could hear but not directly to my face. Oh, yeah. All Just little tiny things like that just pushed me a little bit, but I already been worked over all fucking semester long in strength training when I'm trying to get all my aggression in my life. And, and I think just one day, it got so bad. Like, I just, I just had, like, one, like, my second MMA fight ever. And I was a bigger kid, like a lot of kids in, in high school that were. You're fucking MMA. six five, dude. <laughs> like a lot of MMA, a lot of kids doing trying to do MMA were just doing submissions in the cage because they were younger, so they didn't do fights. They just wrestled in the cage. I was too big to find an opponent to do that, so I had to go right into fighting. And I was fighting like 25, 26 year olds when I was 15 and 16, right away. So I got my ass kicked a lot at the beginning because I just started learning. <laughs> still skinny, stringy. Is that the is that the crooked nose? Right there. Probably from Brock's fucking spinning back fist. <laughs> um, but I, I lost my second fight, and if you ever been in a fight in, in one of those competition fights when you lose in front of everyone for the first few fights, it's really mentally strenuous to lose those fights. Oh, I, I'm I'm fucking sure it is, and that's that's why I'm scared of actually getting the ring just to say I did it one time. You know, and that's okay. I don't want this to scare you away. Like I was a young kid, and I was building a lot into this. I guess I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm gonna turn 25 in like two weeks. Like but, I'm, it's, go ahead. The first, <laughs> it's the, whatever. The, the, first, the first, like, just having this fight and I lost. Like the first few days, like it's not like you're suicidal, but it's like the next thing to it. Like, you're very vulnerable. You're very, like, you just lost a fight in front of a bunch of people in front of a crowd, and you're kind of vulnerable. Well, that next day, I went to a strength training class, 
and I remember like that day this one kid was just fucking brutal this day like it's like it's like he knew I was being I was extra vulnerable and he went really hard like just threw medicine balls at me take weights off the bench uh fucking talk extra shit so you were the not the what do you call like a person that's being bullied like like, there's like you know like there's trainer or trainee there's bully and then there's the victim I know and I hate I I guess there is victim but I was was, coming up with so you were a victim even though you're 6'5 and but he also wasn't the victim because he settled it yeah that's why I have a hard time talking about it like not not talking about the situation but saying what my role was in it because like it's hard like it's hard for me to say that I was a victim because yeah because I'm not the victim type every time like like I try to address this kid well when it comes to sparring you are the victim type when it comes to me you're gonna be the fucking victim that's that's what I'm looking at (laughs) you you were the victim but you actually like Love you, bro. Like, Don't fucking beat my he ass. He chose you as a victim, but he chose the wrong victim. I re- <laughs> Looking back at it, it's almost like, like he used he used to fuck with like smaller kids, and it's like he's same thing with the kid that used to fuck with me in the first semester of strength training. It's like they stepped up their game. It's like I'm gonna try to fuck with this guy because he's younger than me. He's bigger, but I'm gonna try to fuck with him to up their game because that's how a lot of bullies do it. Is they try to up their game. And because they think they're invincible, and like in today's society, a lot of people don't fucking go throwing fisty cuffs, so they think they can just do it. And like I told, like I told this kid, because I I pulled him off to the side a few times. Once I figured out who was doing it, because there was a big group of kids doing it, and one of the kids in that group was a friend of my brother's, and I pulled him off to the side. I'm like, do you have a fucking problem? Like, what what's what's your deal? And he's like, no, dude, look, I'm not okay with what's going on. I'm not, like, that's why I haven't been doing anything to you and I haven't been laughing at his jokes. Like, it's it's this one kid that's doing it. He's the ringleader behind the whole thing. Um, so then I started confronting him when he would, like, medicine balls would come at me, bouncing at me, or plates would come off, or I'd hear the shit talking in the corner. I'd just walk up to him, not super aggressive. I'd just be like, hey, do you want to come to, like, I just started training MMA and shit. Do you want to come to my gym after school today do you want to meet up in a field? do you want to fucking spar do you want to dude to, yeah and i got to the point where i was like you want to go meet in a field and we can just fucking squash this but this this is how these new types of bullies work is he just said don't talk to me faggot and turned his back to me and it just like leaves you with like your dick in your hand you're just like well what do i do here and i even tried like talking doing the whole i, I don't like saying that i told i told went and told the teacher talked to the principal trying to go through the proper channels of course nothing happened and it, it just finally got to the point where, like, after after I lost this last, this last second fight and he just berated me really hard this last day, I just couldn't, I almost was just couldn't take it. And we got, we finished up that strength training class. And I remember my, my good friend Josh Ruth was with me that whole strength training class. And he, he knew, he knew what I was capable of. And he knew that I, I came from more of a broken home and, and grew up a little bit tougher. So he knew that I, there was only a matter of time. And, and, and we, I remember we walked back into the school, and I'm just sitting in the hallway, just fucking holding my shorts, rocking, trying to calm down. And he's like, "Hey, dude, you should just go handle this now." And I'm like, "No, dude, no, dude, this isn't the way to do it. Like, I just, I just, I'm just trying to calm down and let it go." And then the, this the kid walked by me and gave me a little shoulder nudge, just trying to fucking toe the water. He gave me a shoulder nudge, and it wasn't a big one, but it was just like it was a wide open empty hallway, and he walked next to me and chipped me on the shoulder. And it was ju- that was just the push I needed to finally push me over the edge. And my, my buddy Josh looked at me and was like, are you, are, well, are you going to do something about it? And I said, yep. And I walked up to him. And this is, this is where, like, I have a, 
actual video from it because the schools were, had cameras and were recording and I got it from my lawyer after all the court shit got done. That I just walked up behind him and turned him around and I didn't even think subconsciously, I, I didn't think I was gonna like hit him or anything. I thought I was gonna push him up against the locker, but as soon as I turned around I just cracked him in the fucking face. And then and then I, I didn't black out, but I fucking I was my adrenaline was going so much that it only felt like a few punches and he, after like one or two punches he, he went in the fetal position and I just kept fucking punching the dome and telling him what now motherfucker you know like like talk shit now and eventually we got pulled off pulled apart and I got put in the principal's office and then like sat there and got a bunch of text messages from from people all throughout high school saying oh dude that's fucking crazy because the rumors were starting to spread oh yeah absolutely that's how that's how these towns are fucking oh, yeah. absolutely Rumors, rumors are the fucking will be the fucking death of you. Yeah, and they were rumors saying, will be. They were saying shit like like his whole face was broken, his jaw was broken and stuff, or there was blood everywhere. None of that was true. Like it was just it was it was it was just a few punches, and 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 he got up right afterwards. It he, it was it wasn't anything huge, huge, but I did do it in passing time in between classes to kind of didn't say I don't want to say that I intentionally did it. But, like, I knew the first time that I had to beat someone up in front of everybody, like a bully like that, was to make an example out of them. That, like, bullying's not okay, it's not going to happen in school, and I'm damn sure not going to be the guy that you're going to try to strong arm. To make oh, happen. absolutely. And that's what I did. Um, but where it went really sideways was after that, I sat in the principal's office. No one, not even the principal, was in there for, like, four or five hours, and then a cop walks in, and he's just like, hey, how many times you hit that kid? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, but I tried to tell him what, what led up to it, why I did it, and the cop just didn't care. The cop didn't care at all. He's just like, well, I want That's fucked up, you, too. You hit him like five times. You hit him like 14 times, bro. Like, you, you're, you're going to, I'm going to be charging you with, like, a felony as an adult. Like, you shouldn't have done that. I'm fucking 15, dude. I know. I found out after the fact. I found out way after the fact that like that like the school shouldn't have called the cops right away. They sh- and if they did, they shouldn't have fucking let the cop come in and talk to me about my mom. And like if I wanted to be an asshole, I could have came after the school for how they handled that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I faced, and I was facing class C felony as an adult, as a 16 year old kid looking looking down the barrel of 10 years. And and when you get charged with a class, with a with a felony like that in the state of Iowa, you have to serve at least like. It's like three-fourths or two-thirds of that sentence, so I would have been on the hook for seven years. And the DA at the time, like, he was not willing to let it go. All summer long, we were trying to be like, hey, you know, he's a kid. Let's get him put in juvenile court. Like, he doesn't need to. You only save adult charges for minors for a severe crime, like murder. So that way, the kid doesn't, like, shoot up a whole school go to school go to prison for four years and then get out of prison when he turns 18 that's what that type of uh, criminal justice act is for is is for severe crimes but the the DA was not willing to let it go that's how fucking Iowa is it's not even fucking Iowa it's it's more like southern Iowa like the small towns Iowa like they don't know how to handle shit Mm -hmm. like it's Oh, like that fucking guy needs to go to prison because he fucking beat up a fucking kid that was bullying somebody else. He fucking almost fucking wrecked his whole life because he has a fucking career. Like, no, like he fucked him up because he was getting fucking bullied. Like, but at the time, at the time, and this, and it just fucked up. It's this, I don't know. This, I, was, this was before 
the judicial system. That wasn't fucking me, dude. <laughs> oh, I did. I got I got really shitty with him. Got to the point where I threatened my lawyer, serving my lawyer every time. Um, and it, yeah, it did it did it did rock my life pretty hard because like at the same time my parents were getting divorced. My dad just cheated my mom for like the third fucking time that we know of. So they were going through a nasty divorce, and then I was facing ten years in fucking prison, and our, our lives was falling a fucking part. And Tony's being a prissy boy. Tony fucking went to ISU. Like, Tony's being a prissy little bitch over here. Like, he's letting you help me at all. No, but I know that. I love Tony. Shout out, Tony. If you don't subscribe, bitch, I'll fucking cut you. I'm telling you. We know where you live. And I will beat your ass. Jesse's training me, so don't fuck around. No, Tony felt very bad. Very, very bad that he wasn't there. I love Tony. I he, love Tony. He, he did. He felt he felt terrible. All that stuff was going through our family, and that he had to go to school and stuff. But I I know that's when me and Tony started to get really close because he was almost proud of how I handled the situation. And then, like, I remember when that kid came back to school after a week. My my brother know about how I got trolled in in uh, strength training class, so he went and played uh, ping pong and PE that day. Yeah, he told me this. They just they just sat in front of this kid's ping pong table and trolled the fuck out of him. Like every time he missed it missed a fucking. What happened to your eye, dude? Oh my god, dude! That fucking you missed that shot. What the fuck's wrong with you? And he's like, "Come on, guys, stop!" And my brother's like, "What? What the fuck happened to your face? Did you fall down a flight of stairs? Oh my god!" <laughs> and like I said, I'm not I'm not still hung up on this stuff to the point where I'm angry at all. 
Uh, the, only, the only thing that I like to I like to just cover on because I've I've talked to this kid's brothers and his family and stuff and we're all okay. We're all okay. Um, I the only thing that still gets me is like after ten years, me and him still haven't sat down and talked this out and talked about because like he didn't he didn't show up like any of the courts dates or, or hearings and stuff. He just wanted. He to, was too hurt. Yeah, he wanted to pretend. His, Dude, like I, I really believe it's like his ego really got smacked down that hard, and he didn't want to like believe that something like this smacked his ego down that that bad. And I'm not saying this in a bad way. I'm really not. And just and and he didn't want. He wanted to pretend like it was a bad dream, like it never happened. He wanted to distance himself away from it as much as possible. And like, but what happened after the bullying? After that, like nothing. <laughs> All right. It was non-existent after that, especially for me. Until until I came into the fucking sparring room with you, and then then you got bullying every fucking day. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, go fuck yourself every day, every day, because you try to get me to go vegan, bitch. <laughs> and I don't like I said. Still to this day, I still, I don't think myself as a big Philly badass. I never have. But after that fight, I was. That's 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 how you can see what our societies became to like like how we don't in general just don't fight each other like we used to just get in fist fights and, and that was fucking it. 10 years ago because like, and I was only a sophomore when this happened and I and he's the he, like I this is the first fight I, I did in front of everybody not just at a party or in a field and like it's it's like if there was a crown or a championship belt for the toughest kid in high school I would have fucking had it after that and it was one little fucking piddly fight and I was a sophomore and I was like almost almost impressed by that that like a lot of people started coming up to me or like oh you better not fuck with me because i know jesse <laughs> you know what um or i was since, of squashing bullying beefs from then on out you know what since we're talking about like uh parties and stuff name your friends don't name the other people but um can we talk about the hook up a mic yeah, hook up a mic. That's fine. Um, the fight we were just talking about last night, it was um, a certain person, and then Brock was trying to be like, yeah, I got you. A certain person. I spread cereal all over their fucking kitchen. You knew who I'm talking about. <laughs> which, which part of it? Because that was an ongoing thing for Brock. The part where you fucking beat his ass <laughs> is what I'm fucking trying to aim for. He was a friend. He's a friend. Still is a friend. He just got really, really mouthy. <laughs> it was just me and Brock were having a nice, a, a nice little party at his house, and uh, there was this, there was this, this girl, this out of town girl that 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 was. She came. She came down to this party out from out of town, and one of I want one of our mutual acquaintances. Was trying to hook up with her, but after I put it there, after he left the party, um, he was really drunk and fucked up. This friend of ours is a mutual acquaintance, and he's one of those guys that like when he gets drunk, he gets weird and fucking silly, like he's on meth, like dang, like just just crazy. I ended up fucking punching him a bunch of times at a party just for acting that way in the future. Um, he. <laughs> he, he he like left the party and stuff, but then he kept blowing up her phone, my phone, Brock's phone, about wanting to get wanting to bring her with him and stuff. And she didn't. We, me and Brock talked to her, and she's like, "I do not want to go with him. I don't." So me and Brock were like, "No, you're not coming." 
You're not you're not coming to get her. She doesn't want to come with you, and you're not coming back here. Like I said it, and Brock, this is his house, and he said it, so we're not we're not doing it. And then and then my this uh, this friend of mine calls that's with this mutual acquaintance, and he's like, hey man, we just want to get the girl, and we'll we'll leave. And we're like, no, dude, you don't own her. Like you can't just come and get her like property. She doesn't want to go with you guys. You ain't coming. And then he just got really fucking mouthy. He, he's a mouthy motherfucker already. He always has been. And that's part of the reason why I loved him. But he got just super, like, it's like he knew that I was still at the end of my probation, my two-year probation. And I was just, like, wasn't fighting anybody, trying to stay, keep my nose clean. And he just really was pushing my fucking buttons. Really calling me a bitch and, like, saying, what, what the fuck are you going to do, faggot? If I come get her, you ain't going to do shit, you fucking bitch. And I just got so fucking mad. So I was like, Brock, let's go to his house. Come on. Let's leave this party fest and go to the house. And then he took he took me to his house, and I had I had a few other friends staying at this house too, so it wasn't like I broke in or anything like that. I walked in, and and said hey to my other friends that were there, and I said, oh man, dude, I'm gonna I'm just I I, I had it with this kid, I did I had it with him, and then um I was sitting there waiting for him to get there, and he finally pulled in, and I remember an, another friend of mine like he was trying to like alert alert the other kid that was getting ready to walk in so he like scrammed out the door before i could stop him and he told he told this friend of mine that i was in there waiting to beat his ass so by the time my friend walked in um he was already he already had like the cops on the on the phone and i didn't know this but he was on this phone and he walked in and he looked at me so you get the fuck out of my house (laughs) i was like uh after i do this and then i just fucking punched him right in the fucking face and then and he kept, he kept I kept punching him in the few face in the face a few times. He he fell on the couch and I kept just I kept punching him in the face and I wasn't like trying to fucking like fuck him up or anything like that. I was just drilling him in the face just so he get the point. And he kept uh running his mouth when he was on the couch. And I was like, dude, sh- just please shut up. Just shut up so I can stop hitting you and go home. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> fucking But I ended up getting arrested later that night. Just oh, oh stop it. Headphone plugged in. No. But yours isn't. Yeah, but we're good. No, but the mic's not working. You're not plugged in yet. No, the mic is. <laughs> oh, maybe the mic's not working for Amanda. That's what I said. Oh, well, whoops. I don't know why it's not. You plugged in the wrong one. Wait, you're on. You're supposed to be on four. Whoops. I'll fix Amanda's mic. There, there you are. No. I I see shit coming from your mic, so. Well, I don't see it on the TV. Oh, you're right. There you go. Hello. There it is. Yes. There it is. Yep. I had the wrong mic set. Okay, so continue with your story, Jesse. <laughs> Please. So many breaks. I, no, I just, no. I no, it wasn't a break. It was I was trying to figure out where's where Amanda Mike was. I don't plan on Amanda's. saying very much, but when I do say stuff, I feel weird because I'm just like sitting here talking. Sorry, I had you on three, and there was no I. Mics. I fucked you up. Um, I forget one, two, three, four. I forget she's four. I I keep thinking she's three. One, <laughs> two, three, four. Well, I I'd and sit I on three, it up. but the beer case is at three, so that's where the beer's at. I know. All right, continue with your story, please. <laughs> We didn't mean to take a break during the uh, audio-only version, but 
Oh no, you're I'm fine. Sorry. You're this fine. Is my, this is my first audio only version, and I'm I'm super excited to do this. So and I just continue with it just because I don't have to work the camera anymore. It's okay. This story is more of a if you were there type thing. Better anyway. I was there. Okay. We were just we were just listening to you. I wasn't story. There, I wasn't there for the fight, but I was there for like the build up to the fight because I remember um, me and Shay. <laughs> well, it wasn't just me and Shay. It was like. Shay, I'm sorry, you're getting thrown on the bus, but everybody else is getting fucked up names. Um, me and uh, oh, I can't think of fucked up names right now. We we're all at somebody's house, and we walked across town because we heard somebody was talking a bunch of shit about Brock, and we went clear the fuck across town. Don't fucking uh. <laughs> Throw me under the bus for this, but me and Shay ended up throwing this person's mattress on the fucking fire. Well, see, though, this is a whole nother night. I know, but from my recollection, what I've what I've been through with this fucking whole little beef that you guys went through, because I was somewhat there. I remember uh, we went to his house, and he was talking a bunch of shit is what... I got from the situation. He yeah, was that's what he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was talking a bunch of shit, and we decided to go there, and, like, we were just waiting for him to fucking be there. Apparently, he fucking took off, like, halfway of us being there. Yeah, and I still to this day don't know who tipped him off. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I heard this, I, I went, because me and my brother were there when you guys were on your way, and we are like, Where's, where did where he go? And... Like, this is his house. Where'd he go? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, Brock's coming over to kick his ass, so he's just gone. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what? (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) Hopefully that beef's fucking squashed. Like, someday maybe I'll have him on on my my fucking podcast. Preferably not. Is this the same person you've been talking about? Which part? I don't know. (laughs) Which part? You were talking about bullies... Oh no! This is a whole nother one. Okay, whole so nother. This is a friend. This, this is, is a friend. Is he? Is he a friend to you? No. Oh yeah, we've always, we've always been we've always been buddies throughout school. That's why like I, I don't mind talking about this too much because it was just it was just like your friend got really really mouthy, <laughs> and you had to go just check him, like because after he called the cops and stuff, and I had to, I had to come back, and I ended up getting arrested for just a simple assault. And and I got dropped off my charge off my record because I just went through anger management and showed that I was angry. And the anger management teacher even said he's like, he's like Jesse, you don't you're, you're not an angry guy. You're not looking to beat people up. You just hate stupid fucking people. <laughs> but I got dropped my dropped off my my criminal record. But like, I remember I remember that a a, a friend of a mutual friend. My friend Brandon, he he had something he he had something happen one night where like his heart just randomly just stopped, and he had to go to the hospital, and he he ended up being. I think a, I remember that story when it happened. Yeah, it was bad. It just it just randomly his heart just stopped, and they took him to the hospital. He ended up being fine, but I went there to go be with him, and then like this other friend that I beat up and stuff, like he was there, and the adults there made us talk. They put us together and said, "You figured this out." And then right away, this friend of mine was just like, hey, man, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, like, I was running my mouth. I did deserve to be punched. I'm very sorry. And I, 
I did was not even thinking about you being on probation. Why I called the cops. I was like, I am so sorry. I will come with you to court and tell the judge that was my bad. And he did. I remember well, that's the, good. I remember the judge freaked out on me because we talked because the the cop the rest of me said, uh, put on the police support, stay away from this this person. But I remember arguing with the judge, and which is never a good place to be, even if you know your rights <laughs> and you know the laws. The judge just oh they they the they, judge does pissed. what he wants. Yeah, he's pissed off if you know your shit and without a lawyer, he's pissed because like the lord the judge was like, why are you? T-? I was like, I brought I brought this person with me, so he can tell you straight to your face that. That like he doesn't wish to press charges and and he's here with his own free will and he was like why the fuck are you even talking to him, you're not supposed to talk to him the the, the police report says you not to talk to him and I told him the situation and how we had to talk, and I was like uh but your honor like in the police report it says stay away from this person but that's not a court order restraining order, so nothing's legally binding for me to stay away from him if that's the argument you're making, and he got so pissed off he just like sit off to the side I might was throw it I'm, was it Medford. No, I I don't think I, I'm not sure if it, I don't think it he was. doesn't like me. He doesn't like Gary, <laughs> my my coworker Gary. He doesn't like him, but it is what it is. I, I'm, I'm not going to tell the story behind it, but he doesn't like him. Well, I I, I know I know Medford personally. I, I I like I like the I like them. I like their family and like his his wife's been very helpful with the campaign and stuff. So that's why I won't. You well, that's, that's you won't good. hear me name names too much on on now. I should have said Bedford. <laughs> so no, I, I did fuck up on that one. I'm sorry. I had to scrap but, this whole fucking uh, Spotify. The no. audio's done. It's done for. Yeah. No, we're good. We're still going. No, but, um, no, he, he, he pulled, he, he told me to go off the side and he's like, dude, like I might throw you in jail for 30 days for contempt of court. And I remember my mom, she had to like, go go across the the square and get a lawyer and had to pay a $500 retainer with little, what little money she had and the, the lawyer came in and she said the lawyer said the exact same shit I said to a T said like hey there this was not a legally binding restraining order and the judge was like okay well now there's a restraining order until you finish your 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 anger management you're not to talk to this this person it's like $500 and the lawyer said the same thing I said yeah, that's that's fucking bullshit. Well, that's that's criminal justice system for you right now, as it is. Like they don't want anyone in there that's not a lawyer that knows their rights and knows the laws. They they want to be convinced that the only people that knows the laws are the people that that went to law school and know how to play this little political game. But if you go oh, in there, yeah. and even respectfully, because I try to be as respectful as possible, go in there and you know the laws and know the codes and know like have your homework and stuff. Know they, what you're fucking talking about. They they shit on you. They shit on you for trying to know your shit. And, that's, and isn't that what uh, school is for? Like you, you learn your shit in school, and then all of a sudden you get shit on because you know your shit. Well, it's, schools in general, yeah, education's supposed to help you with these things. That's that's, that's something I bring up politically a lot. Is uh, the, our education system? It's it's not being a lot of times it's not being defunded on purpose, but it's just not. They're just every year when it's time to do the state or federal budget they're just not given enough money to keep up with inflation so education can't keep up and we're not getting the proper education on how to handle situations like that like when you get fucked over by a landlord and knowing how to read iowa code and look how to fight corrupt leases like like that's stuff i've had to learn on my own throughout the years and learning experience 
But like I said, you've been on your own since like 16, basically. Yeah. And every time I got fucked over and I got mad, I could read Iowa code like a motherfucker, like really well. And you find out that there are ways to fight things, but they just, they want you to hire a lawyer or they want them to do it or, Can I or hire fight you for as you. My lawyer? Huh? Can I hire you as my lawyer? No, <laughs> no, there's laws <laughs> preventing that. You can know your shit left and right and defend yourself, but you can't have a friend that knows his shit come defend you. He has to have a law license. <laughs> Even if you want to defend like like uh, like your spouse or something, you still have to have like special written permission. But I can ask you for advice first. Technically, sure, that's cool. Sure, I'm pretty sure technically, if she beats if you me decide, up, you can you can represent yourself even if you don't have a law license, though. Yeah, you can represent yourself. Yeah. But that's 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 what I'm saying. The issue that's is different is like than representing other people, though. I'm, yeah, right? yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like if I want to go in and represent my wife and try to talk for her, or help her out, I still got to like, I got to ask, I got to ask permission, and even then they keep you on a short leash. But if I want to go in and, and fight for myself, I have the hundred percent legal right away to do so. But a lot of the problem with the court system and a lot of different problems with the court system, but this this is a big one, is they don't. Even if you know your shit, they just don't take you seriously, and they they don't they don't care. Like I've seen videos, I've seen so many videos where guys at an arraignment hearing, and they have a court appointed attorney there, but he never agreed to have a court appointed attorney. He waived his right to counsel, but the court appointed attorney still kept, tried to talk for him, still tr still tried to do stuff, and he kept speaking up and interrupting that lawyer and going, "No, you don't talk for me, sir." And the judge got mad at the guy because he kept interrupting this lawyer that did not speak for him. And, and the dude's like, "No, Your Honor, like I didn't hire this guy. I speak for myself." So yeah, whatever. Like, I don't want him. Like get him out of here. Like and, I don't care if you're fucking. The county wants to pay for him. Like I don't want him. Yeah, and you have that right. And I think the judge did one two things because I've seen so many videos on this. He either fucking he either like just threw him in contempt of court or like. Or, or, or had the bailiff put tape over his mouth. That's fucking legal. No, it's not. There, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things going on with our criminal justice system. Like, we don't have enough checks and balances. That's the whole point of our government. We're supposed to have checks and balances. But that's that's the problem with our criminal justice system. Is like, you have this one guy, the DA or, or, or the judge, that like that's supposed to be as neutral as possible and uphold justice. But like if, if he's having a bad day or he just doesn't like you or heard bad things about you or just, just doesn't want to do you as like, let you have your legal rights. He has the right to just say, no, fuck you. You're contempt of court. You're going, you, you don't get to do that. But there's no one to, besides the appeal process, which is a slow, expensive process where you're sitting in jail the whole time. There's nobody to like, come out and slap the judge on the hand or the DA on the hand to be like, uh, no, Nobody. you can't do that. Judge is the highest one. And which, which I think is kind of fucked up. There should be somebody above the judge really like, it's like, I, I agree with this person's not motives, but like this person's standpoint, but I have to listen to what judge says. I have to listen to what bailiff says. I have to listen to everything else at the same time and the i always have a fucked up time with this word dude judicial judicial system like whenever when i whenever i say judicial system it always gets <laughs> fucked up every fucking time i try to say judicial it. system judicial system <laughs> it still, always gets fucked up every time i still hear a lot of shishes 
Anyways. I didn't say that word. I know. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> but the dujishishism. <laughs> you said- Do I get a ring every time I fuck up my words? No, okay. you did say anyways that time, I think. No, I didn't. You didn't? I made sure I didn't say that. Whatever. You said it, so take a shot. I've been taking shots, and I have no words that are bad. By the way, this game is still going on (laughs) in the audio-only version. You doing ASMR on that shit? (laughs) Shout out to uh, Don's podcast with the (laughs) ASMR. Me and Jesse had a long-ass conversation about that earlier. Yeah, we did. The ASMR. Oh, fuck. Sounds of lies. um, Sounds of lies. To to get off the um, whole political. No, and, what's the J word? Get off the what? Get off the. Judicial. Judicial. Judicial system. Judicial, system? judicial. I always fuck up that word. Okay, go judicial fuck yourself. Judicial system. Um, to get off of all that. Um, what? The last podcast you've watched. What was it? Me and Don's. Yeah. I was. I, I mean, I watched bits and pieces of the other ones, but I watched I Don's all the way through. God um, love that guy. I, we we talked a lot of shit about Brock. How about we talk a little bit of shit about Don real quick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Brock's got the most of it. Like Brock, he's already an angry person. Like he's got a lot of pent up anger. Like he he wants to beat me up. He he's already beat you up. I mean, like. Brock's a fucking badass person. Like he's a he's a fucking badass. Let's let's talk about Don because he's he hasn't beat any of us up, any of us. All well, through. Well, would, he he's probably beat so. me up. He's probably beat me up more than he's beat either of you guys up. Yeah, I would think that he probably wouldn't have beaten me up. I'm a little girl that's like half his size. You know what? You probably deserve it out of all of us <laughs> more. He never beat me up, but like when we first knew each other when we were kids, he used to fucking bully intimidate the shit out I of me i fucking i fucking love don so much like i he had a he had a huggies for chuggies party when he he was about to have his his new kid which he's doing he's doing fucking great now which is which is awesome archer archer's doing it amazing which is great because he was having some health issues there yes for a he got sick yes had like rsv and stuff he was in the hospital for a yep. minute. Had to have like yep. a breathing and, treatment. Yep, and Archer's doing an awesome job. Shout out, fucking. We're doing a cheers right now, just so you know, for Dawn and Archer and Chastity. Congrats, all you guys. Yay them. Yay. Yay them. Mm-hmm. But um, oi. I showed up. Oi, they had Don. Oi, oi, oi. Before. Oi, 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 dilly, dilly. <laughs> Before Archie was ever born, Don had a Huggies for Chuggies party. You show up with some diapers and you get free keg beer, you know, all night long. And I showed up because I I bought one pack of adult diapers, but I bought like five packs of 
toddler or uh, kid. Like a newborn diapers, I, I, baby diapers. Yeah, yeah. Baby. Do you I even know the sizes? They were like no, I don't know the fucking sizes. They have like, like newborns, and they have like next to newborns. But like I can tell, I can tell newborns. you guys don't have kids because yeah, you don't know the sizes. What the fuck? <laughs> I know those sizes back well, in my fucking hand, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so I, I, except for adult, I showed up with adult diapers. I, my five month old has just moved up from ones to twos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Congratulations. And then my almost two-year-old just moved up from, like, I think she moved from sixes to 2T slash 3T. Did I just blow your fucking mind? You don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you, know you, that you is will. You will before it's all over. That's like the beginning of me and Dawn's podcast. Like, I don't even know what the fuck See, that is. See, but <laughs> fucking joke's on you. We're going to adopt a teenager. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, they already got their fucking boxer shit figured out. And they will out. need adult diapers. <laughs> well, we have some of those, okay, okay and we so, know where to get more. Okay, so I I showed up, and we were in the Family Dollar parking lot, which is where we bought the diapers at. We we're in the. Fa- I well, no, stri- I actually bought the Depends like at a garage sale. <laughs> oh so yeah, okay. So used adult okay. diapers. Okay, Car- no, not they no. We're not we're in a package. Okay. Eat your heart okay, out, so Don. Car- okay, Carly and Kaya Carter's mother. Had some because, you know, like her husband closes out fucking stores and shit. And so like a lot of the some of the extra stuff that they can like sell to like the public besides like fucking a lot of the bigger shit. Like they have some yard sales sometimes. And like I bought the adult diapers there randomly and which I bought smalls, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they were smalls. And... and I was like, oh, I need these. And she's like, why? And I was like, we have a diaper party going on. And she's like, OK. And I was like. Yeah, for, like, children, but, like, this is for Ricky. So, like, don't worry. Yeah, so we showed up to the fucking party. In in the middle of the fucking parking lot, I, I stripped down, put the fucking diapers on. I have a picture. Amanda, will you go grab the picture real quick? Okay, for the camera? No, so I can, <laughs> no, so I can, show, so I can show Jesse. But no one Jesse. else listening. <laughs> no, it's... I, okay, hold on. Um, I... I walked in we- wearing nothing but a diaper. <laughs> I fucking walked in and I I gave him the adult diapers and he's like that's not what I meant. And then I ended up giving him like four or five fucking <laughs> I ended up giving him like four or five packages of newborn diapers and it was like newborn uh, I, I toddler. Think, I'm pretty sure he bought a variety. It's okay. I think. We already established you're not aware of the sizes. Yeah, I'm not aware I'm, of the sizes. But, but I'm like, sure they would have been been able to use all the ones that we got them. But like, but this is what Rick, Ricky wore. Yeah, I wore that walking. I kind of wish the there was party. a camera just so they could see that. Oh my god, I'm that that is called my wall of shame. <laughs> by the way, like it's the. I have no shame. Like you can Which take any okay, picture. Okay, so we have a uh, on the wall, um, a set of pictures of our of us and our friends, and we call it the wall of shame because a lot of the pictures on there is when we are all like fucked up drunk. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's a some of them amazing. is I love some it. slash most of them are like shameful pictures. I'll have to take a picture of you after a sparring session. <laughs> oh yeah. Make sure you hit him really hard. Uh, oh, it's gonna have to. It's gonna be one of the days, like when I'm like bloody. 
please. Like, if it's going to be the wall of shame, if it's going to be wall of shame worthy. Wall of shame from wall of pain. Go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> no, if it's going to be wall of shame worthy, it's going to be one day, like, when we're both bloody. Like, so I'm going to. It's going to be a long time from now. No, I'll make you bloody next next Friday, dude. <laughs> With some of your blood, are you going to take it off your nose and wipe it on Oh, me? yeah. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. It's not like your own blood. Like, fucking who would do that shit? I used to take, I used to take Brock's and lick it off my boxing glove. Uh, nah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I hope you don't have AIDS, man. How's that, how's that HIV treating you, dude? <laughs> I'd show you another picture, but I can't get it off the wall. But it's a picture of our friend Sam and Ricky, like, passed out with a fucking... Oh, my God. That picture is amazing. Bruised-ass fucking nose. Oh, because, yeah, this like, was my he literally, fault. like, stood up in the garage of, like, Brock's and Shay's apartment. I didn't apartment. stood up. Yeah, you no, stood up and me... then, like, face-planted into no, the concrete. No, I didn't, I didn't stood up. You stood up. No. I was walking. No, you stood up and then, like, took one step and then... Oh, I tripped over her fucking foot and then just fucking hit no, the concrete. No, there was no foot. Yeah. From my recollection, let Your me tell you. Your recollection is not that fucking, good from that night. All right, Amanda. God damn you. Let <laughs> me tell you my recollection, first of all. um, We were walking out of Shay's apartment and... No, we were already in the garage. We were in the garage, sitting this is, down. Let me tell you my fucking recollection first and then you can tell yours. Okay. okay. All okay. right. All right. I was walking around. Okay. And I had Sam on my shoulder. I was, well, not on my shoulder. I was on her. I was trying to hold myself. And um, I was walking into their garage. And I I was drunk and I Like you tripped. are now. Okay. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I tripped. And I tripped over a foot or the step was too big. Because there were steps into the garage. The step was too big or I tripped. One of the two. And I just fell straight to my fucking nose. And my nose was like fucked up. Like the next day I woke up and I was like, God, my fucking nose hurts. Like I took a shot straight in my fucking nose with concrete. So I know I could take you easily. All right. like, yep, Ricky's drunk. Well, let me tell you my recollection, which I was a lot more sober than Ricky, by no, the way. You we were already in no, the garage. I don't know. We were like sitting down, me, Ricky, and Sam were already sitting down in the garage. Just talking, whatever. Well, we stood up and then Ricky decided to stay stand up and he's just like oh, I, don't remember what I he passed said. out halfway standing. I don't up. think he fucking said anything. And like he decides to like grab a hold of like both of us and then he just spaghetti arms and fucking like drops face first into the fucking concrete <laughs> either one of those is true oh wait no okay you didn't grab a hold of both of us me and sam are both on one side and like when you stood up you like grabbed a hold of like a car seat like a seat that was actually not like a children's car well, seat. Sounds but like, like he didn't successfully was, grab anybody. Well, no. Like he ha- he had he put his arm Either around way, I got the a both of us. Nose. He put one arm around the both of us and then like leaned his weight on a seat that is supposed to actually be in a car. 
like an adult seat, but it was like a seat that was like sitting on the ground and he like fucking leaned on that shit and it fucking collapsed on him and he went face first and he just like, huh? And instantly his fucking nose was fucking bruised. And we're just like, oh my God. He's like, my face feels fine. And we're like, okay. <laughs> like walked into the rest of the house and he was like, okay. But like, he also has a habit when he's drunk that he leans forward when he walks. He oh leans yeah, I, I ninja walk. With his arms like slightly back like when he walks so like if you were to get up and walk around right now oh no no <laughs> not right now very, i don't know man it's very likely that he would walk like that i always oh no not right now i always call it his like naruto walking because <laughs> it's like, like you know like, like naruto running naruto running they like fucking lean oh, forward with their naruto, arms yeah, like running back running. yeah well like he fucking kind of walks like that but they're like he doesn't extend his arms he just kind of like holds the elbows out and the arms hanging and like walks forward like really fast because his whole body's like trying to go his whole upper body's trying to go where he's trying to go but his like legs can't keep up as much oh yeah that's how exactly how it is <laughs> that's no joke that's exactly how it is yeah so it wasn't like uh I'm, i walked into the garage and the step was too high like no like you literally stood up from sitting down and then, like, put most of your weight on a very unstable surface and then, like, fell to the concrete floor with your face first. Yep. Exactly <laughs> how it was. I know. I know that's how it was. No, you don't. No, you don't I, I do. I was right there, and I watched it happen. <laughs> you didn't do anything. I, I didn't. didn't I know. You're right. I did not do anything. I just kind of watched you it. You didn't even try I to help was, me. I helped you up from the floor. <laughs> Oh, this whole audio thing is going to go great. I'm sure everybody's going to love it so oh, much. Oh, I'm sure. If it ever gets aired. Jesus. <laughs> it's going to be nonsense for last hour. If it gets on the fucking air. Well, I'm trying to find that picture so I can show you. I think let's wrap her up, guys. I'm getting tired. Jesse's tired. I am let's tired. End I'm it. dead live. You're dead live. All right. Goodbye, podcast. I don't wanna... Thank you guys for listening to... If you have listened to the Countertop Podcast, I'm glad Jesse has been here to be my pioneer on the audio-only version. And Amanda, thank you for coming in. I I was kind of in, but I was like talking through the other microphones, and then I was just like, maybe you should put just another microphone up, just in case <laughs> I said a thing or two that wasn't that loud. Jesse, can you take one shot for me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why after 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 this podcast is done. Jesse has taken no shots the entire <laughs> no. time. I know. Yeah, I got to drive home and stuff. <laughs> you did a good job. Um, thank you. And he's a team player. I'm glad you guys have followed the Countertop Podcast. Anything you want to say? No, I think you said it all, man. I think you said it all, especially on this little talking point. I just sat back and let you let you just go. <laughs> this has been Ricky's drunk ramblings. <laughs> The yeah. first, the first yeah. part, the, the video, the video blog is 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 the actual blog, and the second part is Ricky's drunk ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, so uh, Shay, next time you come by, just don't fucking wander off, get lost, and we can have this second part for you next time. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse, for coming in here. Anytime, buddy. Thanks for having me. You're gonna be on a second episode. Excellent, for sure. Get me, me, you, Don Brock. Oh. And oh, Shay, it's, it's, if he, gonna if he be stays. A, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an extended episode. <laughs> <laughs>
for sure. <laughs> you really should get all of them on. Don't the forget time. to follow Countertop Podcast on YouTube and Spotify. And we will see you next Monday. With that fucking noise. <laughs>